All right, world, this is Ostin over here with uh, the latest episode and a very special episode of the Book of Ostin Life of Detours podcast. We got Jackie Boy over here. What's happening? Getting a little popper 12 and us over here. Yeah, that's what we decided tonight. That's what we're going to be drinking. We just went to the liquor store. We are looking at all these crazy whiskeys and shit, and we were like, he looked over, he saw that proper 12, and he was like, that's the move for the night, bro. We were really, we were putting too much pressure on the decision. Honestly, yeah. And we were looking at all these like expensive liquors. And, and we, were talk, we were talking about that. going halves on an expensive bottle, and I just turned around and I seen proper 12, and I said, bro, why, why not? That's the perfect joint, you yeah. know, 30 bucks, you know? It's a good Irish whiskey, bro. It just fucking it, it and it's it's for that price. It's where it's at, bro. Yeah. yeah. But so we got Mr. Jack over here on the podcast. As you guys know, the whole point of this podcast was to kind of like keep going with like the theme of the book where I sat down, like I did these interviews with all these like badass people that I knew. Everybody that ended up in the book has had a, an interview where we sit down like when I did the book, it was me asking them like to tell me like our story together. So it's like where we kind of met, but I did like a little bit of like an intro. Like I wanted to know like where you were born and like all that stuff. So I could give you like a little bit before, but right, this yeah. whole thing today is going to be about you. You know what I mean? Oh, like it doesn't have to be our stories. It can be, it right. can be whatever. Right, know? right, 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 right. Yeah. Yep. Well, I like how you did the whole setup of the book because it was like, the way you did it was like a convergence of not only just my story and your story, but how everything connected and how everything worked out and how we are friends today. Yeah. Even from all the way back when we first fucking met. That's yeah. just crazy, man. Oh, yeah. We, we're still going to have to talk about that shit just because that shit is <laughs> awesome, bro. Like, that's happening again. We've already done this. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I did an interview with my boy Jack over yeah. here for the book, and it was one of the craziest ones, bro. We're about to just replay everything. That Basically, <laughs> yeah, we're about to do that whole thing again, bro. We got fucking turned up doing that, though, bro. Would we drink that bottle of 1800? Yeah. Yeah. Whole, whole, Took down a whole, whole bottle, bottle of tequila yeah. in about four hours, sitting there fucking... <sighs> Chilling, just telling stories, bro. That's how it was, man. And it was a really fucking good time, actually. So, Jackson, the book. If you're looking for the book, The Book of Ostin, Part 1 by Brandon Metter. It's up on the website, thebookofostin.com. It's on Amazon. You know, just go pick you up a book. Read the fucking Jack chapter, bro. That shit was fire. Right, yeah. What'd you think of your chapter? My chapter was dope as fuck, bro. Yeah. And, bro, just... The way that you talk about me, bro, really, bro. Like, thank yeah. you, bro. Like, I really appreciate that. I like, got you, man. That's like, how I it, feel. I didn't realize that you, like, looked at me in that light, and it really, it, it made me, it was special, man. I That's really, dope. I appreciate that, bro. That's awesome. That bro. My chapter, I enjoyed it. The whole book was dope, but, yeah, you know, I'm biased. Your chapter was dope. I enjoyed yeah. my, Your I enjoyed chapter was fun to write, too, bro, because it was all, like, fun shit, you know what I mean? Like, we never had, like crazy bad times you know what i mean like we both went through shit kind of on our own but whenever it was me and you bro we yeah. were forgetting about that shit and fucking just hanging out and having a good time you know? right yeah. yeah and i'll say this every time me and you have ever hung out it's never been no bullshit also true it's dude. never any bullshit no one's ever on any bullshit around us everyone's just no like, oh, we don't man. let it happen bro. it's just a good vibe bro. yeah it's always a good vibe and that's what i love about this shit absolutely bro yeah that shit's dope bro um, I am going to go ahead and say my little thank you to Anchor over here because they're the ones that got my fucking podcast up on uh, Spotify and Apple and everything like that. It's a little bit more work. So I think what I've noticed, so it says Anchor by Spotify. So I think Anchor is connected to Spotify. So whenever I first uploaded everything, it immediately went on to Spotify. Well, shouts out to Anchor and Spotify. Yeah, both of them fucking killing it out here, bro. For real. I love, I love Spotify. I used to do uh, fucking uh, Apple Music for the longest time, bro. Yeah. And then 
Kristen got a free membership with like her phone plan or some shit like that. And I switched over to Spotify, bro. And like the, like the little like playlists and shit that they have, like just be like feeding you the exact music that you want. Yeah. Like you look up a song or you look up an artist, yeah. like it gives you like a good mix of them. Bro, it's crazy I mean? how, it's crazy how the algorithms do that. And not it's just, crazy, not only just for Spotify, but like, look, I know every, everyone listen. I know this happened to you too. I'm going to talk to you also. <laughs> yeah. Look, have you ever been talking to like, say you're talking to Kristen or Logan, right? I know exactly what you're talking about. And y'all, y'all be talking about some bullshit. And then the next day you got an email or you got something in the mail. Yeah. And it's what you were talking about. We were talking about getting a new mattress recently. Bro. And I started seeing fucking mattress ads everywhere. We get fucking baby, <laughs> we get diapers. Like we, we just had a fucking diaper commercial on YouTube because we just had a baby. That's it. Like, even how cra- do you know that? Even bro? crazier, bro. Instagram, Facebook. When you're scrolling through, yeah, I'll see an ad I'll, that I was talking to someone about. Yeah, like, hey, have you heard about this product? Like, yeah, bro. So like, we're gonna try this. What I'm gonna talk about right now is let's talk about fucking. What do we got? Let's talk about those uh, those purple beds. You know what I'm talking about? Those right, beds yeah, with yeah. like the like the insides, like the yeah, air yeah. pockets. Or exactly what you're about. Like yeah. super dope. Yeah. So we're gonna check Instagram here in a little bit and watch right, yeah. the, the purple mattress company is gonna pop up on us. And screen. on everything, like we got we got YouTube going right now. We're watching we're watching some music videos just in the background. In the background yeah. On everything, watch the next ad be some purple bed shit. Oh bro. We're <laughs> These phones, it. bro, this phone right here, this laptop right here, that phone recording, laptop. this laptop doing this thing, that iPad over there, it's all listening to bro, us. Logan's bro. asking Alexa in his room now. Let's, that's even worse. That shit scares me, bro. That's even yeah. worse, bro. Those are those are trippy to me, bro. Because they're constantly waiting for you to say something, so they have to be listening, bro. You know what I mean? Like they have to be ready whenever you say, "Hey, Alexa," they got to be ready. So no. like they're obviously having to listen all the time. Tell me this, bro. Look, yeah. tell me why when I jump in my car and my phone connects to my car through Bluetooth, yeah, it says. 10 minutes to Shakita's. How did it know I wanted to go bro, to Shakita's, bro? it does that to me. Like, I How did it know I want to go to Shakita's, bro? Bro, like, I'll go to hop in my car in the morning. It'll be, like, it'll be seven minutes to work. I'm, like, I mean, cool, but, like, why, Why? like, how do you know that? That's you know what I mean? How do you know that's where I was going? I guess, I mean, it goes by your preferences, bro. It's supposed to, there is actually a setting that you can go in there and turn off. It's your frequent places in your settings yeah. where it won't show where you've been certain amount of times and stuff apparently i don't know how it works i thought i turned it off but bro mine be telling me all kinds of stuff dude like it's it's anything that i want to do bro like if i yeah. if i'm driving to mina it'll be like it's this amount like left you know what i mean that shit it blows my mind bro and yeah. i'll say this i know a lot of people i i don't i don't know how you feel about the vaccine or whatever i don't have it i'm not gonna get it i don't have either one uh, but I don't really care either way if someone's vaccinated or if they're not vaccinated. It don't matter to me. I don't give a fuck. Do what makes you comfortable. Exactly. But I'll say this. A lot of people that are anti-vax that are on that side, they talk about, well, it's kind of like a tracker. In it. I'm going to tell you this right now. If you're worried about a tracker in that vaccine, you're not man, that check the though. fucking phone in your pocket. That thing that tracks big. you everywhere you go. You're already tracked, bro. You're already being tracked. So what you worried about? Yeah. If that's your, if that's why you don't want to get that fucking vaccine, then you just, you're just dumb. That's a good so, point, actually. Yeah, yeah. You're fucking tripping. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice because we both <laughs> don't have it, but I can totally see how we could pick apart the different arguments. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I, I don't yeah. have it just because I believe in like. I, I believe in my own body, you know, to kind of take care of me. I don't I don't like to put anything extra outside 
of like the natural stuff that I normally eat. You know what I mean? And I've actually moved pretty far in like the natural area now that I've been hanging out with Kristen, bro. Like Kristen's all about that shit, bro. Like she's found so many things like in my life that I was like doing like just the little things that like stuff that's made out of plastic that's part of your everyday life that's like actually poisoning you like you don't know it like you're fucking like the biggest uh what is that shit called it's not parabens it's a uh that shit that's making everybody's gooch smaller you know what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) it's making (laughs) no so the size the size of your the distance between your balls and your right in your asshole yeah this isn't this isn't turning into like a poop and fart joke podcast this is is actual science this is scientific so the distance between your your butthole and your balls is directly linked to your fertility and it's getting smaller and smaller with every generation. No, hold up, wait, hold up, whoa. I'm not even whoa. I heard this on Joe Rogan. Say I've actually looked time. it up a yeah. couple of times. Hang yeah. on, hang on. But no, I, so no, that's I the thought- I thought, thought I was about to bullshit. I thought you were playing a joke, bro. Thought like, I, I, thought, I, thought, I for real thought you were bullshit. No, that's for real. Say yeah. that again. Same I'll thing watch. with girls. I just said balls because that's what I got. Right. Yeah. But like the the size of your, you know, your taint. Yeah. I guess, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hate throwing out all these words right now, but uh, <laughs> but the size of that is supposedly directly linked to your fertility, and so as the generations have come, the last ever since plastic and things like that were invented all these things that are like getting into the air and like getting into your everyday life, it's right. poisoning your fertility. We're basically giving ourselves cancer of a certain, I, I, I call it cancer just because cancer is like the worst thing that I can think of. You know what I mean? You, well, you just blew my mind really, bro, because I feel like my taint's getting smaller, bro. Like I feel like I'm No, I think you're born with a certain size, but your kid, now that you've right. been exposed to it, what you're putting out Ooh, and what he's exposed to is going to well, see, that's the thing about Kristen is I noticed this morning when she was making her, she ate breakfast and then she made lunch for when she went to work. Yeah. Super healthy shit, bro. Yeah. She, oh, was, oh, she, was day, up in, she was up in here making some crazy shit. And I watched her. Shit she, you never heard of. She ate like some oatmeal with some fruit. And I was like, I was like, damn. So then post she'd be putting on Instagram and Facebook. That's you're a really, homemade you're, you're, really? you're for yeah. real. You're for real about that shit. You'd be doing that shit. Just every day, bro. And she was like, yeah, I, I eat healthy. I was like. Well, yeah. that's what's happening and what's crazy is like it's not easy she no it's, that's it's what hard, i'm saying bro. That's, that's yeah she happening. fucking puts in hard work on it bro and it's mm-hmm. a stressful thing bro like it's another thing that kind of like it shouldn't be something that is so hard but it's something that she puts in the work for you know? right well, yeah, yeah it's something that should be a part of your everyday life but it's not right you know yeah. Hell yeah. Like nothing we just ate is on any good list, probably. <laughs> yeah, uh, we just got done smashing all kinds of fucking barbecue. I had a, I literally had a burger called the Sink Burger. Ooh, I had Irish pork nachos, and it was out of this world. This did actually look super good. I don't even know what it was really, but it was fucking delicious. That's yeah. all I gotta say. But yeah, hell yeah, bro. So I'm glad I was able to drop that little bit of knowledge on you. But the the where I was going with that was like just one of the little things that Kristen's picked up. Your shower curtain, completely made out of plastic, yeah. is just letting that stuff off in your house. And yeah. it's one of the biggest things in your house that is letting that stuff off. You get rid of that. We have a cotton one now. That's crazy. Yeah, it's made out of cotton. The first one we fucked up because we didn't realize like it wasn't pre-washed so we washed it dried it that bit shrunk up to like the size of a like a window <laughs> curtain you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey, so we had to get shower. a new one yeah that, yeah. Ain't, that ain't covered up no it's like a towel at that point bro that's, that's about the size it turned into that's yeah, yeah, it shrunk all the way up bro <laughs> but no like think about that you know like if it, and it's also i mean it's in the fucking air at this point bro like we're all pretty much fucked 
But that's just something to think about. And I mean, we're not going to deal with it in our lifetime, but the generations to come are hopefully going to be doing something about this. And we're kind of laying the groundwork now to be like, these are the things you need to be looking at. Don't just make shit that's cheap and easy, like plastic. Like, like we should not be drinking a bottle of water and then throwing it away. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's a perfectly good container. That, Bro, you, know? you know what's worse? What's even worse than that is the like the six pack soda cans. Oh yeah, you know the little things that hold on the little ring yeah. things. Yeah, bro, yeah, for beer too. Yeah, those Absolutely. those fucking those get thrown out in the ocean. Have mm-hmm. you seen those wrapped around the, the turtles fucking... and shit? That well, shit looks so. What bad, I do every time, man. and this is something somebody told me one time at the bar was you pull you that cut off the stick, you cut it. Yeah, you yeah, cut yeah, it everywhere yeah. that something could get caught on it. The yeah. only time I ever have those is like when you get one of those twelve packs of Gatorades. The oh ones. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, and I'll I be cutting that shit up. Yeah. Because I don't want that shit happening to a turtle. That's crazy. No, bro, yeah. That shit looks so, like, it's on them for so long before they get beached. Like, they're on yeah. the beach. Yeah, they like, choke, bro. Bro, it's they, fucking... like, deformed their shell because they're yeah. on them for so long. That's crazy. Yeah, they grew with it on them. Right, yeah. That's fucked, yeah. yeah. That, and it's our fault. Yeah. Human. Human that we don't even yeah. have to have. You could just go in yeah. there and grab 12 Gatorades, but you have to have it lashed together with a piece of plastic. Really, bro? Yeah. I sit back and I think about this a lot. Like, human beings, we're like a cancer to this world, bro. I mean, yeah, it's just because we, we just are think... smart enough to make that kind of stuff, but it's yeah. making life easier for us. But it's like, it that's not the way that it should be. You should still be putting an effort in certain areas. It's, you know what I mean? It's made us able to make a lot of like technological advancements. We're we're not worried about little shit like that. You know, what it's I mean? it's almost to the point where I'm like, and I know maybe someone listening to this may have lost someone to coronavirus, and I'm sorry this offends you, but it's almost like the coronavirus happening was like an overcorrection for us. Yeah, damaging the the fucking ecosystem bro yeah you get what i'm saying absolutely it's yeah. nature's way of saying think, hey y'all need to fucking i don't know get your shit together it's not even know? just that it's like all different kinds of things that we were doing kind of weird you know what i mean like there had to be something to come up to kind of make everybody check themselves and like think about stuff and i think a lot of people actually did I think a lot of people did, but a lot of people didn't. They started getting into, like, the different fights people were having on social media and shit, you know what I mean, instead of, like, looking at the world around them, you know, because that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to distract everybody from the things that were actually going on, bro. Well, bro, when it when the pandemic happened, I was in prison. Oh, fuck, that's right, Think dude. about that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, when it first popped off, I still did. I had eight more months that I did. After what? after the pandemic started, that's right. And I dude. got I jumped out in the middle of the pandemic. How was the quarantine in the prison? Well, I was already locked down, anyways. Right. I was on twenty four hour lockdown. But what they did is, uh, it made it did make everything worse because what they were doing, they didn't want to use the same lunch trays over and over again. Yeah. So they were serving the food on plastic trays, and it was all like. All those one-piece one plastic. It, that you it throw was all away one big too. meal, bro. Oh. Like you got you got a hamburger right here with applesauce and corn with it, and mixed in, bro. Because soaking into your bun, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. come that, on, that's, dude. That's, that's lunch, homeboy. That's and, what you, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. But what I was getting at really is, I was worried about because. All we're seeing is the shit on the news in prison, right? Oh, bro. It, it's just mad crazy shit on the news. Yeah. And I'm like, Wait, which news network did you watch? Fox or CNN? We, we'd be watching CBS. It's all like, you got ABC, CBS, and NBC. Right. Like how you watch football, right? Yeah, yeah. And we we watch CBS, the, the fucking world news. I'd yeah. be like, 
Man, I don't know if I want to get out of here. Yeah, yeah I might want to stay in here. Shit's man. going crazy, bro. People were like, wow. Was it, was, it wasn't even that. It was the Black Lives Matter movement. All at the same it, time. It was bro. the pandemic yeah. and it was Asian hate. And I was like, bro, that I was one like, kind of slipped the radar for me. I didn't really see too much of that. Like, but I remember the Black Lives Matter thing. I was down uh not long after the quarantine, you know, like whenever things started opening up again a little bit. We were down in Deep Ellum at this bar and fucking uh we uh we were standing out on the patio and all of a sudden bro like i'm talking like 500 people just come walking down the street they start they just walk down the street 500 at least bro yeah just just marching down the street with all their signs and shit and then to about a minute or two goes by and then you have like a hundred cop cars going on oh i'm sure police horses bro i'm sure they're flying over bro and we're just sitting there. I was pretty toasty at that point too. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on down here?" Right now? I would have joined them. Well, I would have been. I would have been the white boy with the shirt off. Well, we were too. <laughs> we were too drunk to be doing anything. Right. First yeah, off, and yeah. I had a buddy that wanted. He went out there and he was like talking to the people, but he wasn't on their side. So he was like, and he, "This was a guy I hadn't met. I said my buddy, but it was just a guy that yeah. that was with us." And he yeah. was over there talking to him. I was like, "Dude, this is not the time or the place to be talking to anybody about right. this, bro." Right? Fuck that. Like, you don't need, like, you can't have a civil conversation about this. Clearly, you're fucking out there acting the fool. So yeah. just sit your bitch ass down a little bit, bro. Like, you don't need to be out there causing trouble for these people trying to speak their fucking mind. Oh you know um, I mean? yeah, no, like. Yeah. I, I was my, I was mainly joking when I said I'd be the only white boy out there with my shirt off, but well, but you would have been out there it, supporting him. In, in all actuality, I probably would have been, and not in a sarcastic way, but in a, like a like man, fuck anyone that's trying to tell anyone what they can or can't do, and and fuck fuck man, fuck all that shit. Like people be getting killed every day by cops, bro. White, black, Asian, it don't yeah. fucking matter. Like really. It said Black Lives Matter, and I'm I, I'm with that. Yeah, Black Lives do matter. White lives, every, every life matters. Yeah, but man, fuck cops. That's what I'm on, man. They're all on some bitch ass shit. Mainly, most cops are on some bitch ass shit. I'd say no. There's just the ones that are <laughs> get you know they get blown up. Everybody sees that. You right. see that one yeah. percent. That's too much. You know what I mean? But. 95% of the cops are scared to fucking pull somebody over because they're yeah. a fucking cop, you know? They yeah. roll up and they're like, man, fuck this guy, yeah. you know? And that's not really, that's not how it should be. But it's also the one, the like 1% there that fucking is fucking it up for him, dude. Yeah. But that's what everybody wants to fucking talk about. Yeah, that's And it true. sucks, man. Whenever bad things happen, that's what people talk about. Yeah, that's yeah. true. For sure. Which really sucks, bro, because it fucking, it gets in your bones, bro. Whenever people are just being negative all the time, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's take let's around. take a drink real quick. All right, bet. I'm yep. take a little shot out of this. Yeah, bottle. yeah, we're gonna take a little we're shot. We got Austin can go ahead and pour himself a drink for the people that ain't gonna be able to see this. Yeah. Uh, we got this UFC fight going on on my phone over mm-hmm. here, and I don't know if y'all follow the UFC. I do, so y'all are gonna have to hear about this shit. I don't care <laughs> if you don't like it. Skip ahead. I don't care. We got <laughs> two minutes. We got Islam Makachev. That's my boy, Khabib's little cousin. He's, he's yeah. I didn't know that. Khabib's in, he coaches him, bro. He's in his corner right nice. now. Nice. a killer, bro. But he's gonna fuck What's Bobby going? Green up. Why is Khabib not fighting him? He retired after his dad died. His dad died, right? His dad was his coach. Him and this guy right here on top. Yeah, that's Islam right there. Yeah. Oh, Makachev. Yeah, Makachev. All right, let's take this shot. I'll, right. I'll continue talking. All right, cheers, yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Woo! Bravo 12. Yeah. That's... I noticed you're wearing the fucking Notorious yeah, shirt right now, the bro. the Conor McGregor shirt, yeah. <laughs> He's wearing the Notorious shirt with the little fucking uh, three-leaf clover top. Yeah, yeah. I fucked with Conor if you didn't know. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah, Khabib, when his dad died, Khabib retired as the champ, vacated the belt, and he decided to start coaching his little cousin, Islam, right here. Islam wins this fight, bro, which he's kicking his ass right now, obviously. Oh, he's on top, bro. Yeah. yeah uh, he's going to get a title shot to win the title that could be vacated. What? What is that? Welterweight? Or- uh, lightweight. Lightweight. Yeah, yep, yeah. Lightweight. 155. Damn, lightweight? 155. That dude's only 155 right yeah. now? Yeah. He's big as fuck, ain't he? <laughs> he's big, bro. <laughs> he's big as fuck. He's bigger than me, and I'm yeah. like 175. Well, you know, they cut weight, make that weight, and then That's they true. jump they back up and weight. Yeah. yeah. Within a day. That's fucking wild, bro. Wade's funny, bro. It's weird. Well, look at him beating the shit out of him. Fucking him. It's over. He fucked him up. Islam Makachev. Just did it. We just watched that live. Fucked Bobby Green up. That just happened, boys. Bitch. Look at that. He looks like he looks like Khabib, bro. He's got the same beard and everything. Where's your hat? Where's your hat, bro? Yeah, they're all look. They all look the same. Khabib's whole team, bro. He's got like five little killers, bro. What? All from. They're all from Russia. They're all just fucking Khabib clones. Yeah, they're really all Khabib clones, life. bro. Yeah. All different weight classes, and they're all killers. That's but he's crazy. he's that the best dude looks one. big, bro. That's not one fifty five. There's no way. Well, bro, dude. you know they be taking steroids too. Yeah, these bitches are on roids, bro. They know when they get tested for that shit. So why wouldn't you? Yeah, you're gonna have to go out there and eat. You gotta, well. Look, there's Khabib know, right there. There he is, for real. Look yep. at that. I yeah. told you, bro. That's his little cousin. That's a trip. Okay, cool. Islam Makhachev, people. If you don't know him, you've been put on notice. He's a you killer. No, no, you don't. He's a fucking killer. Taking over, taking over the 155 division. That's his. He fights just like Khabib. Takes yeah. you to the ground and then ground and pound. He yeah. beats the fuck out of you. Just tires you out. Look at that. You're not getting up. Look, he just starts boom, bitch, bitch. Damn. Eat my fucking fist, bitch. Damn. All right. So, all right. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sorry about seconds. that. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. I'm glad. I, I hope right. everybody enjoyed that little part. It's kind of cool. If you're, if you know about the fight, you probably had a good time right there. Right? Hey, but not very many people listen to this. Probably fuck with the UFC. And I, like I said, it's about episode Kurt. Yeah. Yeah. We get to do whatever we want. That's the whole point of the podcast, bro. I get to do whatever I want out here, bro. It's fun. Super fun. And I like to keep it on a certain direction. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna go back and tell some stories and shit. But most of the time, like I just want to like kind of get me talking to like my friends and shit you know right. what i mean for most of it and then like maybe later on like i'd like to interview people i don't know and like get like learn about new people and shit but like i mean it's just how i interact with people that's yeah. what i want to kind of come across you know? right so, like this I, would, we would be having the same conversation like i forgot that this mic was here exactly you know? like that's the crazy part what i was about to say is genuine like authentic human interactions mm-hmm. that's what i crave right yeah and so every time that i ever you and nick rose nick our, our, our buddy nick yeah. y'all two are the ones that i always get this with where i can sit and talk to y'all mm-hmm. and we just be bullshitting, bullshitting but, but really we'd be making good points and sometimes you learn some shit too. and you learn some shit too yeah. along you talk the way. to nick for too long you gonna you gonna learn some shit that's bro. what i'm saying yeah and i love that because we can sit and talk for three or four hours and not skip a beat bro yeah 
Like it, like it just happens naturally. And or I'm, we can just sit and not say shit for a little bit too. We do that all the yeah, time. I, I mean, it, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You hit that. You hit that. Uh, hit that fucking roll one too one too many times. Yeah. And you just be chilling, and then you like wake up a little bit, and you're like, "Hey, bro, what are you doing over yeah, there?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's how we do shit. Yeah. Yeah. But cool. So we're coming up on 25. We'll, we'll have to cut it at about 30 minutes. So we do it in 30 minute sections because that's how this thing works. But it kind of works for me because like at a certain point we're gonna need to pee. You know, you might want right. to go and grab a snack or some shit. Right. You know I mean? Okay. So yeah. It'd be perfect. So we still got another little five minutes of just kind of bullshitting, bro. <laughs> so. <laughs> Let's I, love, about... I love how you handle this shit. Yeah. You're, good, you're good at this shit. Yeah. You're good at this shit. That, like, yeah, you're good at this shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was going to ask you, bro. I'm just talking about like your job and shit. You know what I mean? And, like working out here in the fucking cold here lately. And then like whenever you come to see us, because I mean, you live like me and bro. That shit's like out in the middle of nowhere, bro. And you're a dude with like a, a big personality. You know what I mean? So like whenever you're like, getting ready for these trips and shit you know what i mean like i just want to hear about your trip up here basically all right yeah i know you're like me like you have that shit planned out in your head you got like a whole game plan like cool shit you about to get done yeah and so everything on this trip that i had planned in my head has literally happened exactly how i pictured it happening to the t it's been wonderful it's actually been better than what i expected dude it's been perfect because i like i i come through i'm rolling through and you know i'm doing me i'm on my drive i stop off i get water burger right you know of course you gotta get the water burger as soon as you come through then i pull up you know i I make a couple plays here and there me and logan we're up in that dish we're doing this and then austin's up in this bitch and we're all doing our thing yeah today i woke up it's been a great day it's been a fucking great day yeah yeah pull up on austin at work how was that? This little sexy ass hoe comes walking up through there. I guess, I guess she's a regular at Austin's bar. She's one of my friends. She works over at Social House, <laughs> Kristen. She's cool as fuck. So she comes in and she fucking uh, just comes in, has a shot or two, and then goes to work. You know, pretty much well, every Wednesday or so. So she just pulls up and I got I got my sweatshirt because I'm hot as fuck. I'm drunk, you know. So I, she's like, Can I sit here? I was like, Yeah, good. So she sits down. And she's like, let me get two shots of whiskey. And I went, hold up. Yeah. I was like, all right, okay. I'm Jack. <laughs> I was like, nice to meet you. I'm, I'm Jack. What's your name? She said, Chris. And I said, okay, cool. So I get a shot from Austin. We take a shot of whiskey. I'm like, damn. Because this chick just took, not only did she take her first shot, and but she, she backed him. up that shot. She chased it with another shot. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, who the fuck is this chick? Like, this is bad crazy. <laughs> Regular at the bar, bro. Hey, it's it's been a good trip, man. I, I've been enjoying this shit. I That's love good. I love coming down here. Yeah, it's been nice. But so you worked yesterday, right? You work at Smith Pallet. You know, yeah, yeah. Freezing balls out there right now. Yeah, it yeah. was a shitty Friday. Yeah. It was a shitty Friday all the way up until I got my car and started driving. Was it like everybody knows they're about to get off, or like was it like it was cold? You know what I mean? Like, well, when I got to work, it was eighteen degrees. Fucking what? So you got eighteen degree weather. And I'm responsible for the nail guns in the back working, which requires the air pressure to come through, yeah. which has water in it, which froze over. Right, of course. The saw blades aren't wanting to work because it's so fucking cold, they keep snapping. What? So the band saws ain't working. I can't get nothing fucking done. It's so fucking cold, all the bands are breaking, I'm dropping bundles left and right. Mm-hmm. 
And all I can do is just sit there and yell, fuck! Ah, like, fuck this day, bro. You know that moment? Fire, you know that moment where you just, like, you just want to just walk off for a second, just fucking just... Take a second. Oh! Yeah, I've definitely been there, bro. I bartend for a living. You know I've seen that. And then you just, like, take a couple deep breaths. Count to five for a second. That's literally what I did, bro. Like, I just... Well, you don't smoke or anything. Like, you don't smoke cigarettes or, like, any kind of nicotine or anything, right? Right. Right. No. No. So... See, that's what I do is I put one of those little pouches in my lip, and I'm like, all right. Yeah. Well, but I'm a fiend, you know. It's not only just that. He's a shit addict over here, bro. <laughs> it's not only just everything fucking up. It's I don't like having to deal with motherfuckers. Yeah. And I have to deal with people all fucking day with their fucking problems and their emotions and their different personalities. Yeah. And I don't even got time for that shit, Dang, bro. Yeah. I got my own problems. Yeah. I got well, my own my, shit that so I'm I dealing with. I was a manager with. at uh, Friday's in Conway for a long right. time. For like, uh, I mean, like eight months or some shit. But bro, that was the that was the gig. Like, you have to know what's going on with everybody. Like, if they're late for work, you got to know why. Or like, because right. they're in a bad news mood, you know why. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, you have to know everything about these people. And I'm not that kind of guy, bro. I don't really talk to that many people at work. People do. Uh, people fucking talk to me all day, bro. You know what I mean? Like, that's my job is to talk to these people. And then, like, my coworkers, like, we're all friends. And, like, we do have a great time. And that's what I love about where I work now. It's, like, I've already had that relationship yeah. built. I hate having to build those relationships. Yeah. You know, because I'm just there to fucking work. Yeah. You know? So, if and that's one thing that'll make you, like, somebody that I talk to is, like, if I know you're about your work and we're and I'm about my work and we can talk in the between, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah. I fuck with the people. I'll I be fuck, bringing up drama my way when I'm already pissed off. Bro. I only fuck with like three people at my job, and the only reason why I fuck with them is because they took my spot when I went to a like higher uh, up. Yeah. I had to train them. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like two or three. We're gonna hang out. Yeah, yeah. I fucks with them. One. I, All right, we about to get cut off. Not even close. Bro. All right, so we just got cut off on a, <laughs> our little thirty minute mark. Which I, I, I have no idea. We're, we're just in the middle of talking about work and all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no we're just kind of off on a little tangent there. But uh, yeah, so we got caught by that little break. Had to like kind of reset a little bit. So let's go ahead and get going here, bro. So what I want to do here is I want to hear like a good, I just want to hear your kind of rendition of your story. And I'll pop in here and there. But I want to hear you tell me, just kind of start at the beginning. Go from start to finish, bro. I want to know who Jack is. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's a hell of a question, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Bro, when I was wearing the red glasses, I couldn't tell that that was orange, actually. For real? Yeah. That's crazy. I can't see it. Yeah. I can see the green, but I can't see the orange. That's crazy. That's what true. color does it look like? White. That's. Orange. It looks white as the other one. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Let me see. Whoa. Isn't that a trip? Green, white, white. Yeah. <laughs> Cancels it out. What the fuck? This Blue Jack's mind over That's here, crazy, bro. What just happened? <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right. I had to blow his mind up. Holy shit. question real quick, yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, I just want to hear you tell. I just want, you, I just want to hear you tell me. <clears> what, like, from, bit, yeah. from, like, when from I started. Birth, bro, like, from whatever you got, bro. Wherever you, wherever you're feeling. Just tell me where you're from, you know. I feel, like, we'll the, I feel like what everyone wants to hear about is me when I was doing my crazy shit. I would, so, yeah, let's go ahead and start there. Well, actually, tell, I mean, you're from Mina. You know, you gotta yeah, give a little right, bit of context. Yeah, so, so yeah, I'm from Mina, Arkansas. For all you people from Texas that are listening to this, uh, <laughs> you probably don't know where that's at, and that's fine. You don't need to. Uh, 
<laughs> just keeping it real. Like, yeah. Yeah, don't be coming down here. Right? <laughs> we don't like we don't like Texans around our shit. Uh, that's funny, but I fuck with Texas heavy at the same time. Yeah. I fuck with Texas heavy. Like I love y'all, so it's all love. <laughs> it is what it is. They just be talking shit down there. Um, but yeah, so I'm from Mina, man. I played football and soccer, and I played soccer with Osin. That's how I ended up fucking with them. Yeah. Um, actually, the first time me and him actually really, really fucked with each other was when we were playing a pickup soccer game. And Dukes. this bitch put me through a fence. <laughs> Austin fucking, I don't remember how how it originally started. He could probably clarify. I that, can, I can actually. Yeah, it's actually written in the yeah, book. Okay, book of yeah. Go, go, ahead, go, go ahead. ahead and read that bitch. But so we were fucking playing along, bro. And like we're getting we're getting a little rough and tough, bro. And like I remember he fucking comes over and like uh I, like he's dribbling down with the ball and I run up and like I try to take it from him or something like that. And like he just fucking like. Basically, like, knocks me to the ground and fucking takes it down, scores, turns around, and is, like, flipping double birds on the way back. And then, fucking, I went down, did the same shit to him, went down, scored, came back with the double birds, and then we ended up over there by the fence, fucking, like, fighting for the ball. Okay. so, (laughs) So, yeah, okay. So, what I thought happened first was... That you came up from behind when I, I was trying to get the ball off the fence. There was this little bitch ass fence for some reason right in the fucking right on the sideline of the field we used to play pickup. Yeah, bro. Ball. It was like the sideline, and then you have just enough <laughs> yeah. room for like maybe a bit. And so the out of bounds became the fence. Now yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm over there trying to get this ball off the fence, and next thing I know, I get fucking. Ah. right in the back straight into the fence and i was like oh no yeah we were playing around so i turned around and i see austin running with the ball and i don't know austin at this point you gotta understand this i've never met this guy before i was like a 14 year old kid right yeah Yeah, you're right so i'm like i'm like what the fuck boy just come over here so check me so i start running at him and i fucking give him a tap and he don't like that so he taps me back and i'm like okay so the ball goes off. The rest of the people we're playing with, that's happening over there. I'm just sitting there. I'm hot. I'm mad. Yeah. Mad, mad. <laughs> so what? exactly what he said, I take the ball. I go down the field. I score, and I fucking give him double middle fingers right in the face. Okay, yeah, that is the whole The whole way down. back, yeah. I run back. I'm like, yeah. And so what, I'm not thinking this is about to happen, but – this bitch Austin gets the ball and he does it to me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. skirted him, put like, that okay. bitch in the little goal, came it's, back, double fingers. And so the whole moral of that story is what I learned that day is that Austin ain't gonna fucking go about no bullshit. No. Like, don't come at him with no bullshit because he's gonna give it right back to you. Yeah. And he's a fucking winner because he went down and scored too. Yep. <laughs> and ever since then, I've fucked with Austin mad tough. And if anyone's ever had a problem with them, I knew they were full of shit because Austin's the best dude, man. Like, That's what I'm talking about. Okay, you can't have cool. no problem with this motherfucker. Like, if you have something bad to say about Austin, there's obviously something wrong with you. <laughs> That's how I interpret that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can't say it's 100% true, but, you know, everybody has their own opinion. Yeah. But, okay, so, yeah. That's, That's how whatever I, we meant, right? That's how so, I ended up meeting him. And you were, what, 16 at the time? Yeah, something like that. But as time went on, we were in high school together. We played soccer together and all that shit. Kicked it mad tough. Uh, It all led to one day I decided to start selling marijuana. Marijuana. Okay, (laughs) yeah. Just a little reefer, huh? So how it started is I always had people asking me for pot because they knew I knew I knew where to get it. 
But I never really just was like, I want to sell it. I always just like smoking it. Like, I'm not the one that has it, but I can get it for you. Right. And so it became so much of a, like, I was, I was just doing unnecessary trips. I was basically a middleman for grams and eights. And I was like, (laughs) no, I'm not going to keep running to go get these people grams and eights five (laughs) or six times a day. Yeah. And so I just decided, you know what? The guy I'm getting these grams and eights from, like, let me get an ounce. Yeah. And so, you know, he fucked with me. I got the ounce. I started selling. But that's not really how it started necessarily because what happened is I got a fucking grant from the college. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so I, instead of using that money for books and tuition, mm-hmm. I decided to go buy some weed, you know, quite a big amount. Yeah. So I could get a better deal, and if it didn't work out, it was gonna be bad because I wasn't gonna be able to pay. Yeah, I was, it would be bad. Fuck. It would be bad. Dropping out of college. Yeah. So, yeah. but it ended up working out. Obviously, yeah. most of y'all know how it went down. I ended up slinging a little bit. Yeah, going going up the ladder a little bit, not too Are you far. You went up the ladder quick, though. Yeah, but yeah. I don't like to. I don't like. That's not something I brag about, though. I just. It is what it is. Y'all know. Y'all know what happened. You know. Now the people on the podcast don't know. I mean, that's the point. They, it's, I don't like them. to brag about that shit, though. Bro, you were balling a little bit. Whether you're in the right or wrong, man, you're having a good time, and fucking, it's a story that you get to tell, man. You know, it's your story. Yeah. Whether anything's right or wrong or anything, that is what happened. Yeah. Okay. It just it went from me getting like eleven hundred dollar Pell Grant. And going to get a quarter pound to like buying five pounds for like thirteen thousand within like two or three months. Oh shit! Okay. And so when that happens, it's like a whole different thing because when you're having that much cash at one time, yeah, you're kind of feeling dangerous. You're looking bro. at the money, you're, you're kind yeah. of feeling dangerous. Like no one can. You got a handful of bands. Like bro. even if yeah. I get, even if I get in trouble, like look at all this money I got. What are they gonna do? Yeah. I'm surely I can buy my way out of this shit. You would hope so, yeah. But that's not the case. I'm just keeping. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all right now. That's it's not the case. Absolutely not the case. I got caught yeah. with more money than that, and I got <laughs> fucked. <laughs> it's not the case. Like I promise you, I had a yeah. good lawyer, and I still got fucked. So. Yeah. Oh uh, well, you got a couple of different charges, so we'll get yeah. to that. But goddamn. Yeah. So I, I had my fun. You know, I did my thing. I ran. I ran up some numbers. You know, I had a lot of money. Still got quite a bit of money, and I mean it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, what he's what he's talking about. I got I got in trouble twice. The first time I got caught with a quarter pound, and someone else's gun. I ain't gonna say the bitch's name. Fuck him. But uh, his gun was in the truck, and I got charged with it. Was that the DUI? Yeah, yeah. yeah he had That's DUI. A crazy yeah. story. And so. I fucking, I get in trouble for a gun that ain't even mine with weed, simultaneous possession. Yeah. Get put on drug court. I'm on drug court, straight selling like a motherfucker. Yeah, smoking. Yeah, I was selling anything and everything, pills, weed, all all that. And I I wasn't doing any drugs at all past my drug test. Yeah. Was clean for about nine months straight, and then... I have my suspicions, but whatever. Uh, they randomly make a home visit. Coming. Fuck John Head. Let's just go ahead and say yeah, that. John bro. Head, yeah. You're John bitch, Head, bro. I'm going to drop your bitch yeah. ass name because you're a piece of <laughs> yeah. shit, bro. But, yeah. So I get told on. They make a home visit at my house. 
they find me with like four pounds of some loud, a whole script of some hydros. I had a pistol, yeah, acid. It was just the whole nine oh, yards, shit. man. Yeah. And so they offered me 20 years on my first offer, and we didn't take that. Yeah, yeah. And then the next one was 16, and we didn't take that. We were going to go to trial, and I was going to get fucked in trial. But at the last minute, they offered 14. And so we took that because my lawyer said if I didn't, I was going to be fucked. 14. Yeah, with everything yeah. you had, I guess it's not. Because simultaneous possession is 20 to 40 to life. That's The minimum is 20 years. So, so they, they could give you life if they were feeling it. Yeah, but they, they would have given, they would have given me 20 or 25, yeah. which would have been even longer than what I did. Yeah. So I got 14, and I ended up doing four years and 10 months. Yeah. And prison's fucking crazy, y'all. I'm gonna tell you yeah. right now. Prison, I want to hear about this. I, I've never asked you about like the like how you get there. Like, so did you stay in county for a little while, or like how? What? No. So I had quite a bit of money. So what I did is I was able to buy my way out of having to wait in county. It's so you called, just pay your bill. It's called an ADC bond, and so I paid five hundred dollars. It's like a little fee mm-hmm. to where whenever you sign the, I signed my papers and I was officially like the state's, I was property the state's basically. property, yeah. but I was able to wait until I had to go to prison instead of waiting in jail. I was able to wait at my house. Nice. And which was You're like under a, house arrest, basically. I, not even that, bro. It's just, they have my number and when they called me, they, I either showed up or they put Fucking a pick up or they man. come and get my bitch ass. Yeah. yeah. And you got so, the cops and the bail bonds people after you now. I got out for like five months. Oh. I was, yeah, I was just chilling for okay. five months before yeah. I actually had to go. Yeah. But then they called me, and that shit, bro. So, wait, you just show up to the jail, they book you back in. They called me They called me that morning. I woke up that morning to a phone call at like 6.30, and I didn't recognize the number, but I answered it anyways. I remember thinking that I needed to answer it. I just felt compelled to. Yeah. You know how that happens sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. And so I Those are the only it. ones I end up answering, actually. <laughs> I answered it, and they were like, is this Jackson Riley? And I was like, yes. And they said, this is the county courthouse, Polk County. And I was like, fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm immediately thinking in my head, like, okay. It's today. And they said, yeah, uh, you're going to be transferred to ADC tomorrow morning. We need you to report at 10 o'clock tonight to the courthouse. And I said, okay. And so I went and told my mom. She cried. Yeah. Whole family came over. They all moms is one thousand. They were all crying and shit. And I didn't want to sit there and watch them cry all day, so I left. Yeah. I had like a quarter ounce of some weed and like a few hydros, and I just went went up on the mountain and sat up there all day and just fucking thought about what was going to happen. That's a trip. And I was fucking scared, mad scared. That's for sure. Yeah. And felt bad, man, because my whole family was sad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just watched them cry. They're worried like, about Whenever me. it comes down to it, it was something that you did. You know? Yeah. Like, like, I, like I knew I was going to be okay. I was scared, but I knew I'd be all right. Yeah. But I felt bad seeing their reaction to me having to tell them, like, I'm going to not be around for a while, you know? For a solid couple yeah. of years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And see, we didn't really know. Like, I know all about that, how sentences work and percentages yeah. and all that work now because I was in prison. Yeah. Then I didn't know how long I was going to be gone for real, bro. Yeah. I had no clue. Yeah, at 14 they years. Said, they said like 14 makes, years, uh, bro. I was like, nah, I ain't doing 14 years. I ain't about to do yeah. 14 years. You about fucked around and did 14 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so prison was crazy. It was gnarly, man. Yeah. All, all I'll say about prison is 
It's exactly what you think it is. That's all I have to say about that. Well, a lot of people don't even have a reference for that. So well, like, you're going to need a little more than that. Prison, man, is wild. So I'll tell you how, how prison works. So Give I was, me like a day-to-day. Yeah, so I was yeah. at Varner for two and a half years, and that's the worst prison in Arkansas. Yeah, sounds good. And gross. so, <laughs> so like, say a new person, new people come, come to Varner every day. New people, new just for whatever reason, either they're fresh into prison or uh, they got transferred from another unit, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Immediately when someone comes into a barracks, bro, everyone's on. Everyone's it's like it's like an immediate sizing someone up. Oh, bro, for sure. Dude. Immediately. Yeah. Everyone's looking at them. Everyone in the barracks looking at them. And someone's going to try that person off the rip. Yeah, that's just how it works. But usually what happens like a is, full fight or what's up? Like, yeah, yeah, a heart check. That's what they call it. They call it a heart check. Mm. See if the dude's actually going to defend himself. Oh, yeah. At least defend yourself. You may get your ass kicked, right? Yeah. The person may get their ass kicked, but at least defend yourself. Don't just be a bitch. What if you just beat that dude's ass straight out of the gate, though? Oh, you're on one, bro. Yeah. Ain't no one going to want to try okay, to fuck cool. with you, bro, yeah, because yeah. they're going to be mad, like, worried, like, okay. So Did they send, like, one of the better guys to go fuck with it, you? It's not, like... even, it's not even someone getting sent. It's just... Somebody feels it's the just need some. To go it's just someone. It it's. I'll keep it real because it's racist in prison, so I'm not gonna act like it's not. It's usually a black dude pulling up on a white dude, or a white dude pulling up on a black dude. That's uh, usually how it works yeah. out when a new person comes in the barracks. So yeah. say I'm coming in the barracks, I'm a white dude. It's not even that they send anyone necessarily. It could be a white guy coming yeah. at me, regardless. It's just someone thinks that they can beat my ass and take my shit. Okay. That's what happens. Yeah. If someone watches you come in the barracks, they look at you and they think, oh, I think he's a bitch. This I think yeah. he's a bitch. I'm going to go take his shit. And so they run up and they say, hey, you like basically, hey, you ain't talking about shit. I'm going to take your shit. And, and in that moment, there's one or two things are going to happen. Either you're going to hit that person in their mouth or you're going to sit there and stare at them like you're stupid. Yeah. And if you sit there and stare at him like you're stupid, if you do that to me, you're probably about to get I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you in your mouth. Oh, fuck. Do and you have anything that they would want? I did, yeah. I mean, like whenever you come in, do you have like an extra blanket or like whatever? The oh well, yeah, of course, yeah. They want all that shit. Yeah, every state issue thing, all that shit. They want that shit. It, it, like if you come from a work release program, you may have all kinds of shit. Like, yeah, you might have money, you might have fucking a phone, you might have all kinds of commissary. Yeah, Brother, the world yeah there's all kinds of shit that you might have, but yeah. most of the people that come from there, they're on already. Like they're they're gonna be somebody a, knows. Them. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna get grandfathered into the barracks and they're gonna be straight. Yeah, they don't get checked on day one like that. Exactly. But yeah, uh, I had to fight for my shit plenty of times. Yeah. I had a cell phone. I had all kinds of drugs in prison. Yeah, they didn't like that. They don't like when a white dude has that kind of shit. And well, is it predominantly? It is mostly black dudes, but I fucked with a bunch of them black dudes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, I got my phone from one of the black dudes. Yeah, uh, he fucked with me. He just gave it to me. Nice, okay. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like yeah, that's 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 that probably expensive. In prison. Yeah, mad expensive. Yeah, five hundred for a touch, a hundred and fifty for a flip phone. Oh shit. Yeah, and then that's not even on it's top like ten dollar phone. That's not even on top of what you got to have your people out in the world. They got to go get you one of them unlimited forty dollar cards, whatever that shit. Whatever that shit is. The I'm, prepaid shit. Yeah, yeah, and then they scratch the code off and tell you the code over someone else's oh, phone. Oh, shit. And then you activate your phone. 
Damn, I didn't know. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah, it's, okay. it's, yeah, it's a fucking okay. hustle, bro. Yeah. It's all, hustle, yeah. all money in prison gets handled through Walmart to Walmart, Western Union, all yeah. wiring, cash app. Yeah. Cash app came later while I was in prison. Oh, shit. I bet that took that bitch by storm. Bro. Yeah, everyone had cash app. <laughs> everyone. So, yeah. like, the main drug that was trafficked through prison is K2, Deuce. We call yeah. it Deuce. And so, bro, like a little... Little packy pack, little little old pack, bro. Little Grammy or something. So, not even a gram, bro. Like a like a chapstick cap full of some dudes. What? Fifty bucks. What? Yeah, bro. Motherfuckers like a day. Motherfuckers are running numbers up in prison, oh. and no one even knows it. Real money too through Western Union, Walmart, yeah, Walmart, 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 PayPal, Cash App, now. Yeah, yeah Cash App, all that what? shit. Imagine that. You could, you could fucking you make some bank from there, really. I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it all the way real with people that ain't been in prison. It's everything you expect it to be. But if you ain't a fucking bitch, you ain't a coward, and you're kind of assertive and not scared of people, it's straight. It really, I I hate to say this, prison, I needed to go. I needed to go. It's a system that you have to hop into and assert yourself. I needed to go to prison because it obviously it worked. It got me correct. Yeah. It straightened my yeah, shit out. Scared you straight, bro. Right, real, real shit. Like I, I ever want to do that shit again. I ended up being okay, but every single day was a fucking nightmare. Y'all don't even, y'all can't even imagine the kind of shit that happens in prison, bro. People getting, you could be sitting there watching TV, got your headphones in, right? Yeah. Because you got a link through a satellite, right, and antenna. Because mm-hmm. no one wants to have the TV going all day, yeah. loud as fuck, while people are trying to sleep. Yeah. The old head's sleeping in the back. <laughs> so you got your headphones in. You're sitting next to some dude. You don't even fucking know who he is. Next thing you know, he gets oh, stabbed right in the neck. What? Right in front of you. That's happening. Did that happen to you? Stabbed right in the neck. Blood shoots everywhere in the fucking day room. And you're sitting there. He gets hit two more times in the face. Right there in front of you. And you're just, I just fucking, was, I was so numb to it. I had seen it happen so many times. I just fucking, I just sat there and watched the TV. Like nothing what fucking happened. Fuck, bro? He was a row back from me on a bench. Got hit three times. Once in the neck. Twice in the face. Fell on the floor. Stabbed in the face? Yeah. And I just fucking, I, I didn't even care, bro. I just, because what am I, even if I did care, what can I do? Yeah, you're just going to get yourself into shit. Too. Yeah, there's nothing I can, there's a rule in prison that you learn immediately. You don't see nothing and you don't hear nothing. Yeah. Meaning, meaning, even if you do see something that you shouldn't have seen, you don't fucking tell no one. Yeah. Because if you do, the person you've seen doing it, most likely you're scared to tell someone for a reason because he's going to come get your ass. Because he just did some shit, too. Right. He's yeah. going to come get your ass. He just did some shit. He don't care. <laughs> and the not hearing shit, that's the same principle. Like I, if you, Even if you hear something you shouldn't have heard, don't go tell no one else because yeah. that shit gets around. Yeah. And the thing about prison. It's clicked up. That. And even if you go from one unit to another, everyone has phones. You got a name. Everyone has phones. You have a name. The shit's going to follow you wherever you go. Whatever bullshit wow. you do at one unit, it's going to follow you. So whenever you, you left, go. where was it? Varner? Yeah. And you went to where? Tucker Max. Tucker Max. Did they know who you were? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I went from Varner to Tucker Max. Because I ended up stabbing someone because they were trying to take my cell phone. What? Where'd you stab him? I, I stabbed him right here, right in the right stomach, in the right here. Stomach, yeah. So I guess I, yeah, the right side in the stomach. Yeah. Because he, he tried to stab me. He tried to come up and take my phone and try to stab me. And so 
What were you? What'd you set with? I have I have my knife. Okay. It, it, is it a knife or is it? A yeah, knife? legit blade, bro. Legit. It's as legit as it can be. It's like I don't know what they make that shit out. Some kind of some kind of metal, but motherfucker grind that shit down, bro. Sharp. Like a piece of the bed post or something. Sharp as fuck. Wrapped it up. Got a nice fucking handle. The motherfucker. What that has, cost you? It has an extension that wraps around your wrist. So like, say you're in a fight. They can't take it off you. Yeah. Say you're in a fight and somehow you lose your grip on the blade, it's still wrapped on your wrist. Yeah. So say you get the upper hand again and you can get that in your hand. Uh, what? Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, because in, in prison, it's fights to the death, too, isn't it? It can be. Yeah. It just all depends. You could have two people like me and you, rational people that think normally, mm-hmm. and me and you may have, have a, it out. And we may have a, it, me yeah. and you could have a disagreement over something, go downstairs, fight. And then we could be cool as a fan afterwards. Yeah. Some people can't do that. Some people, they yeah. need you. You got to get the fuck out of the barracks. I'm not going to sleep in the same place as you because we just fought. And I don't know what, what you're thinking in your head. Oh, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, I might it's go like to trust issue. Dude, I may have beat point. you up, right? Like, me uh, and you get in a fight. I may, but then you catch me later and stab me. You know what I mean? I, I may beat you up. I go to sleep later on. What's to stop you from coming and hit me with a fucking lock in my sleep? You see what I'm saying? Ah, damn. That's the shit that happens, bro. The smartest people in prison. Did were the you ones... sleep good while you were in prison? Never. Never. The only, <laughs> the only time I did was when I was locked down. Yeah. By okay. myself. When you're by yourself. That's yeah. the only people time I ever. Because in, in Barner, like how how much access do you have to these other people though? In Barner, it's 24 seven open barracks. Fuck. Bro. I was at Malvern for three months, and that's two man cells, right? Yeah. And you're locked down every you're night. You're just worried about your celly. Right. Yeah. You just have a celly, which mine was pretty dope. He was all right, dude. Yeah. Uh, but at Varner, it's 60 to 65 beds, right? Like yeah. cot type beds, like military style. Yeah. And beds. you pull up wherever you want. If someone's got a problem with where you're sleeping, let's throw hands about it. Yeah. If I want your spot, I'm going to come take your spot. It's cutthroat, bro. What? Over uh, sleeping situations? If, if you if you ain't mad enough to fight over a spot to sleep, you're gonna sleep in the fucking day room, not even on a bed. That's the thing. That most I've they seen kick you out of the whole place, bro. If you ain't willing to stand on your shit, just even fight about anything, yeah, you're finna sleep in the day. So you got to be ready to fight over little shit. Everything yeah. over everything. Because uh, they're not gonna let you live in the barracks. Damn, bro. You got to fight your way in. Yeah, that's yeah. the only way. Fight your bro. way in, keep yourself in. Man. And I'll be real. I didn't really know how to fight before I went to prison, bro. I've yeah. been in one fight before I went to prison. I got my ass kicked and learned how to fight. Mm-hmm. I got, I've been beat up plenty of times. Y'all don't worry, people. If you hate me, hey, look, I've been beat up. So it's He's all probably good. got his a little bit. <laughs> I've, been, I've had my ass kicked <laughs> plenty of times. Yeah. So it's all good. All right, wait, I'm going to take a shot with you, bro. Mm. Cheers, buddy. Mm-hmm. Cheers, everybody. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Yikes! Prop twelve, brother. Notorious for that burn, How brother. That? How about that? <laughs> that shit there. Woo. But yeah, uh, I went through hell, but it was I. Right. I made it through. Yeah. Did four years, about ten months. And I've been out for over a year now. Yeah. Uh, it's been a year. Hey, bro, you've been doing really good, actually. Yeah, year and some change. Huh? Yeah. So, what was it like? I mean, well, we're, I think we're a little bit too far. I'll, I'll get back into that here in a minute because we got like four minutes left. But, uh, well, so like towards too. the end, towards the <laughs> end of your sentence, right? So, you got in a couple of different things that extended your time, right? So, what, right? Yeah. Okay. So, 
the first thing that extended my time was I got caught with a cell phone. Right. And so when you get caught with a cell phone, their immediate protocol is to lock you down. And they cut your state phone off, like the phone you're supposed to use, right? Yeah. They cut that off, so you can't use that for a whole year. Yeah. Oh, for a you year? You get a phone restriction for 365 Bro, that sucks. days. You don't get to talk to anybody from the outside world exactly. for a year? Yeah. So, Fuck that, and it's dude. really set. That's, that's what saved me. And I was in there for, I was in jail for seven days, bro. Like, I yeah. would have not made it if I wouldn't have to talk on that phone. It's really some bitch ass shit because that rule is kind of setting you up to buy a new cell phone. Really, though. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or so, deal with the consequences. Right. So, yeah, I, I got my phone cut off, but I still have mail. You know, right, right. I got locked down for six months. Yeah. And when you get called on the phone, not only do you get a year, how, how it works is it's all based off good time and bad time. Okay. Yeah. So you can lose up to a thousand days of bad time, but you can gain them back with good and behavior. And how it like works that. is they got a class system. You got class four, three, two, and one. One being the best, four being the worst. Right. Get caught with a cell phone, you immediately go to class four. What? Yeah. Lose a thousand days like that, probably. Yeah. So I lost 700 days of good time when I got caught with my phone. Damn. So that's over two years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's so a lot. that's going into your 14 years there. You can yeah. gain your good time back once you get to class one, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't ever gain everything that you had originally. Oh, you wow. lose some every time you get in trouble. Yeah. So I got caught. Permanent record in prison and it's actually real. Right. Yeah. So I got caught with that phone. I went and did about six months in isolation, which sucked fucking dick. <laughs> Had nothing but just letters from my family. That fucking sucked. Yeah. But I finally I got... I feel bad because I never sent you one, bro. Oh, I didn't man, even know how to... Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. I was so embarrassed being in there. I didn't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping it real. I remember you'd call Logan every once in a while. Yeah. So, I got out from there... And me being me, bro, I immediately bought another cell phone. Right. Started selling all kinds of fucking crazy shit. And a couple of the black dudes that were in the barracks with me, I seen, I could see what was happening there. They didn't like, I was taking a little bit of the business from them. Oh, right. Because their main folk, the main people that buy from them is white dudes. Yeah. Why would a white dude want to ever go buy from a big ass scary black dude when they could come buy, buy their shit from someone <laughs> like me? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's that just seems so much better. Like, yeah, rather, I what who would I this rather, is in prison too? Like, uh, yeah, who would you yeah. rather want to deal with? Some huge, big ass, scary black dude or someone that looks like me? Yeah, it, it, off top, you're gonna pick me. So, I was taking their business without even trying to just because I was relatable to the people that wanted to buy the shit. Yeah, they didn't like that, they told on me. Got caught with another cell phone. Yeah. Uh, so I go and do a full year locked up this time, and I started to go a little bit crazy. And I thought I'm all the way crazy. I'm just a little bit crazy. A year locked down, though? Yeah. By year, yourself? Yep. For a year? Yep. A whole year. Do you see other people? Uh, Just the guards when they ring your food through a oh. window. Oh. Showers in there, toilets in there. You have like a little room, though? Yeah. It was like. But you can't leave? Real shit. No lie, bro. Like from. Here to here, where your kitchen right here? Yeah. This right here? It's about this size? Yep. Shower, toilet, bed. And I got all kinds of shit in here to keep me fucking entertained. Right. It would be like, it'd be like your bed's right here, right? Yeah. 
you would have your bed right here, shower right here, toilet, sink, and everything right there. Yeah. And you had your little flap that the food comes through. And yeah. Wait, so bed was over here, toilet, and shit was Right, here. it would be like a bed right here, toilet, sink, shower right there, and then your door with the two windows. Yeah. Wow. For a whole year. For a whole year. 365. All right, we have him back in. There's probably a little awkward beep in between there and said beep. And then now we're back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, kind of cut Jack off on the, the lockdown uh, 365. Jack off, bro. Hi. <laughs> All right, how look. often do you get to do that? Uh, all the time. All the time. It's, it's sad how many times I do that. <laughs> but anyway. Jack's off the wagon, bro. Chill, bro. Chill. Hey, if your Uncle Jack helped you off a horse, would you help your Uncle Jack off a horse? That's a crazy. Question. <laughs> you gotta quit asking that question. <laughs> All right, yeah. so look. Yeah, so I was locked down whole year. You have the option to go outside, but what do you mean the option? So like they'll come through, they get the yard list, right? It's all it's all lists for anything you want to do. So yeah, that, that's crazy. That's crazy. Half the bottle is gone. Half folks. the bottle already. So. You get on the yard list, right? How it goes down. They and they do this shit to make you not want to go to yard. If you get on the yard list, expect yourself to get tossed. Oh, they're shit. gonna shake your shit down hard, fuck everything up. What? Um, you got to get shackled down. All movement, you get you get handcuffed, and then the shackles that connect to your ankles. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're locked every movement with two guards at all times. They treat you like you're a fucking while you're cold, outside there? stone cold killer, bro. What you get taken? So for wonder me. they don't put a fucking spit garden shit on your face. They will to certain people that do that shit. Yeah. So you get walked out like that in the in the cuffs and the shackles, and they put you in. They call we call them dog kennels in prison, right? Yeah. So it's like a nine by nine cell that's outside, and it's just fucking bars, right? Yeah. And so you're going. So you from, get to hang out outside in the sun, right? But... You're going from one cage to the other, and the only difference is you're not out. You're not stuck inside. You can actually be outside. It's probably the same size as your cell too. Isn't it? But yeah, it's smaller. And, oh fuck yeah! And uh, you don't get you get to talk to people, but not face to face. Like all, like, always, it's always through a door, through through a door, through a window, through defense. cement walls, bro. It's uh, always you never get to look someone in the face. And I'll, I'll be real, bro. When I first got out of my cell and went back in the population, it was hard for me to look people in the eye when I talked to them. I, got, yeah. I I noticed this tick I had where I'd be talking to someone and I'd have to do this right here where I'd like look down while I was talking to them and I'd be like, I'd be like nervous to look them in the face because I wasn't used to having that, there that real reaction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why I crave um, that authentic human fucking interaction like yeah. I do now because I've missed it for so long. Yeah. Whoa, that's fucking. It, it fucks with you mentally that's being locked down like that. Like bro. that's the thing about like why they do that shit in prison is to like break that bit of like your humanity yeah. down. You know, yeah. Like as a human, you do want that face to face interaction. Bro. I, oh yeah, I forgot he's talking about human human dignity. You get strip searched too before you go to yard too. Oh okay, cool. So yeah, Just you kinda, get to show your asshole yeah. and your nuts off before if you want to go outside. Cool. Are the guards cool at least? Some are. Some are fucking dickheads. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, just the ones that I had to experience whenever I was hanging out with Logan. Like, you know, Logan was a, a jail guard for a little bit. Yeah. And, like, Logan's cool, but his friends were not as cool. I believe it. Yeah, they were not They were not as cool, man. I lived with two of them, and, like, they were all right for a little bit, but uh, they showed their true colors after a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Fuck a prison guard. How about that? Fuck a prison guard. Yeah. If you ain't so bringing you that, if you ain't bringing that pack, and you ain't about shit. Uh-huh. You know, I did. I did the seven days in in county for because I was on probation and I got that underage DUI, and I was on a probationary hold for a week in in when the was county. This? Uh, well, you're in prison. <laughs> no, I didn't yeah. hear about this. Yeah, no, I got stuck in there for fucking seven days, bro. So I fucking show up in there. And I'm I'm an underage, so I get like the extra meal and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So you get that like peanut butter sandwich with a mm-hmm. fucking thing of milk and shit, bro. Yeah. And uh, but I showed up the first day, bro, and like, I, what my thing was was I'm only supposed to be here for seven days at the most. Like I'm already talking to my lawyer trying to get that shit taken care of in the first place, but there's nothing you can do about it. I'm on probation. Got caught for an underage DUI. I fucking honestly kind of deserved being here for seven days. Like that's the least I can fucking do. You know what I mean? I should have been doing my shit right. But I show up first day and like you walk through. So there's five different chain link fences Mm -hmm. of like 70 beds in each one. Right. And it's all chain link fences. It's a big ass dog kennel basically in a giant like warehouse building. And uh, but it's enclosed. Yeah. So it's in the big building. But the only thing holding you back from getting out is a chain link fence. And then you have to get through the door, obviously. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so it's. there's one through like five, I think it was one through four or some shit. And the first one is like the people that basically fucking live there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Two and then three is where I was at. And those are the people that are kind of in and out. You know what I mean? And then there's four where they like, they're basically the people from one, but they've just been there long enough to get a spot. That's not right by the fucking guard tower. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. And so whenever I was in three, it's like, I was talking to people that hadn't been in there all that long, you know what I mean? And all that stuff. But I was like, still, I kind of had that idea of like, I don't want anybody like sticking something under my bed, you know what I mean? Like getting me caught up in some bullshit, you know what I mean? And uh, like, you just kind of, I just felt like way more like on my toes, you know what I mean? And like, I saw uh, like the second day I was in there. No, the first day I was in there, right? I, uh, I was sitting on my bed. I was like, I'm basically just not going to leave my bed for these seven days. I'm just going to read a bunch of books and just fucking sit here. Right? That's a good plan. Yeah. yeah. And so plan. there were a couple of guys that I've been talking to you for a little bit. And they're like, hey, man, come down here and play this fucking game with us some cards happens, or something. Though. Right. They're like, it don't work because you're such a friendly person. Yeah. That you end up interacting. They were like, hey, come down here and yeah. sit with us and fucking play so, this yeah, game. But we don't want you just sitting game. up there by yourself. You know what I mean? So I hopped down, but I didn't have my overshirt on. So you have like the wife beater or whatever underneath, and right? Then you and have then a, your like striped shirt that you're yeah. supposed to wear yeah. over. Yeah. And I hopped down. And I didn't put that shirt on. I didn't fucking know. I'd been there for like three, four hours. You know what I mean? And so I hopped down. I'm playing that, and the guard fucking uh, yells over the intercom. Was like, "Put your fucking shirt on," and all this stuff. And I didn't know she was talking to me. I was like, "What? Are you, what are you talking about?" She was like, "Get up to the front of the cage and fucking like they locked me out. They put me in the handcuffs, set me on a bench out in front of all of the like the whole thing." And, like, strapped me to the bench right there. And I was like, bro, I don't know what the fuck to do. So I just sat there. You know what I mean? And, like, I was sitting there. And what I was actually doing was I was sitting there, like, fucking trying to count the time out. Because they were like, you had to sit there for two hours or some shit. I don't remember how long it was. And uh, I was, like, trying to count the time out, just, like, doing shit in my head. You know what I mean? Like, doing, like, little multiplication tables or whatever the fuck I was doing. And, like, just trying to pass a little bit of time in my head by myself. You know what I mean? And uh, the guys that were playing the game with me were yelling at the guard tower. They're like, bro, he just got here. Like, he didn't fucking know. Like, you can't do him like that and all this shit. And eventually, after about, like, 30 minutes, the guard comes out there and she's like, hey, when did you get here? And I was like, dude, I got here this fucking afternoon. You know what I mean? Like, it's like mm-hmm. 8 o'clock right now. Yeah. And she was like, all right, well, I'm going to let you go back in there. But just know that, like, that is a rule. You know what I mean? 
and they let me back in there, dude. And like, I, like I was pretty cool with everybody in there for the most part, but like the, I was, I stayed in my, in my three right mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? In cell one, they were, you could like, there were fights happening every day, dude. Yeah. Like there was one where the fucking, uh, they were tossing the cells or they're tossing the bunks. Basically mm-hmm. it was bunk beds. The whole thing was. And so they, uh, the, the cop came into the first one, like the, the one where everybody lives. And uh, as he's walking by, it's a bald cop and somebody fucking spits on him. Mm. So he's on the top bunk. He grabs dude out of the top bunk, slams him on the ground from the top bunk, and there's fucking blood everywhere. Like, he cracked his head open right there on the floor. And somebody behind him fucking pushed him and said some shit about, like, that's not fucking okay and all this shit. And then he gets fucking dragged out of the cell. And, like, we're all just sitting over there in three, like, what the fuck is going on here? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'll tell you right now, if that happened in prison, the, yeah. every inmate's finna ride on that guard. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. That's finna be over. That's what it felt like should have happened, bro. Cause I'm, well, I mean, he did spit on him for no fucking reason. What would happen? What would happen is, but he straight up grabbed this dude by the collar from us, like like five or six feet up off the ground, and slammed him down on his head. That's how riots start. Yeah, a riot ain't typically what you see in like a TV show. So like the whole the whole prison isn't gonna be rioting. That's not what a riot is. It's usually a barracks or two barracks. Yeah, because they're all controlled by riot gates. Yeah, so like you have two barracks within two riot gates, right? Mm -hmm. Riot gate, barracks, barracks, riot gate, so that you can keep that shit. Lock but in that lock area, that one zone. Whenever right. you do lock it down, though, that shit's still happening. Right? right. So, if a guard was to do that, what would happen? He'd have like sixty fucking inmates jump him and probably kill him. Yeah. And then the Arkansas State Police and the ERT unit, the emergency response team. Yeah. They're gonna come through and fuck that whole barracks up. Oh fuck. Everybody. You got that sentenced. one. You got that one guard, but y'all are gonna get your fucking ass tased. Pepper sprayed and your ass beat down for an hour. They're gonna straight. send in like the SWAT team to you're finna get fucked get up. Your shit up. You're yeah. finna get fucked up. Well, that's what they kept saying whenever we were in there. I was like, dude, that's a chain link fence, bro. Like we could literally like it's held together with like, you know, the little you know, the little yeah. like metal twine yeah. or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I was like, dude, all you have to do is lift that up and fucking run out this door right here. And they were like, Well, the SWAT unit is a block away. Right. You know what I mean? So by the time you do that, they ring that thing, they'll be here in five minutes. You know what I mean? Like, this whole place is about to go up. (laughs) Let me ask you this. What were you... You did seven days, right? Yeah. How how was that for you? Uh, That's my question. It was the most boring, longest seven days I've ever done in my whole fucking life, bro. I read... I think I read four books while I was in there just in that time. Like, just little random books and shit. And, like, I talked a little bit to, like, my... Like, the people around me and shit. You know what I mean? But it was like, bro, it's the worst... Fucking bro, like just going to take a shower. You're in there with like eight to ten other dudes. You know yeah. what I mean? And then I remember I went in there one day and there's this one guy who was preaching to everybody. Mm-hmm. Naked as a jaybird, mm-hmm. just fucking in there talking about Jesus. Just like he looked at me because I was new. Crazy as fuck. And he was like, Hey, do you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior? And I was like, this, I don't feel like this is the place. Buddy, you know what I mean? I, do I ever know? I was like, Yeah, I know about him now. I know about him now. Are you Jesus? Like, what's <laughs> up? What's happening right now? <laughs> but yeah, so it was like shit like that. You have the worst soap. Like, it's like a little gel pack of soap that's like not even going to cover your whole body yeah. and shit. You know what I mean? And like, then you go back dirty as shit to your bed because you barely got a shower. You know what I mean? And like, you just fucking sit there and like, they had, like you were saying, like Ellen on the TV and shit. You know what I mean? They're like, they're playing, they have shit on the TV, but it's not anything you Ellen, really want to watch. Ellen, Dr. Phil. Yeah. Yeah. World news, local news. Yeah. So we watched, I mean, I would Jeopardy. like sit there and like watch the TV a little bit. And like, I, I got to talking to some people around me and the there was. Sandwich every day. 
Bro, they had some of the weirdest combinations. No. Bro. You'd have like mashed potatoes with a thing of pineapples over yeah. here and a weird slice of, they called it ham, but it, <laughs> that shit wasn't meat, bro. That was not meat. <laughs> well, look, the reason why I said, why I asked you that question is because, okay, so you did seven days and you say it's the most boring thing you've ever experienced. Absolutely. Life. Well, boring, but also like I was on, I feel like the reason it felt like it was so long because you, I was on actually point. on edge the whole time, dude. Exactly. Like, I had people that like, there were disputes happening around me and all I did was just stand there. Like, don't fucking come this way, bro. It's, it's a like, no, like it's, don't come this way with your shit. It's <laughs> the craziest thing in the world because especially where I was Varner, right? Yeah. So as soon as you wake up, right? You wake up, you're in your bed. There could be 20 people already awake than watching you sleep for hours. What the fuck? Just, you guys got to think about that. It's all about your routine as you go through your day, right? If you follow a certain routine, the same exact thing. I wake to up, avoid I, I wake up, I take a shit, I brush my teeth, I wash my face, I make my bed, I do push-ups, curls, pull-ups. It's all about not focusing on what everyone else is doing and staying yeah. to yourself. Do your thing, yeah. But to a certain point, that's not going to work because you got to be aware of the people around you. You have, you can't be in a spot like that and not be aware of the stuff happening around you because yeah. if you aren't, you're dumb. Yeah. If you're not paying attention to the shit happening around you and what could be possible, somebody's going to take advantage of that. You know? Not only that, but you could end up being around the situation that you don't want to be around. Yeah. And they're not coming in there checking or like even asking questions. They're just guard, everybody. No, up, no guard is gonna come. Now the story I just told you about the dude getting stabbed in front of me, they're not coming in there to save you. You're dead. Yeah, the guards ain't coming in there until it's all over and they know they're not gonna get hurt. Because if a guard comes and tries to interfere with someone doing that, yeah, they're gonna get killed. Yeah, it's over with for. And they're them, making bro. what thirty k a year? Uh, what some, some bullshit? Yeah. But my whole point of saying this is. That not to rip on y'all's salary, but I'm, I, I'm saying I think <laughs> you're probably underpaid, is what I'm saying. Bro. You're probably like yeah. teachers, bro. You got too hard a job not getting paid enough, probably ain't trained right, either. right? Yeah. yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, but my whole my whole point of saying all this is that I did five years almost of that shit, and it's the thing you said, you said you're on edge, yeah, it's that it's it's a level where you're on point to the point where you are ready to attack anyone at any time, 24 yeah. seven. And when you're at a place that I was at, it's like that. As soon as you wake up, if you wake up one day and you're not feeling that way, not feeling like no one can fuck with me. No one's going to fuck with me today. Yeah. And you're kind of going to fuck with you that and day. you and you wake up and you kind of feeling a little sensitive, kind of homesick, kind of like, woe is me. I can't believe I'm in prison. Feeling like a little bitch. Everyone that sees you wake up like that is going to sense it. They're like, today's the day we're going to fuck him up. Oh, fuck. Dude. It just happens, bro. Well, because they're learning your routine. Exactly. And your it's and shit, easy. Bro. They're watching because that's all they have to do. All anyone does in prison is watch other people. And they wait and they wait for the time to go and exploit that. The, the, whatever they see. Fuck, man. And so if you don't wake up ready every day, bro, you're fucked. Yeah. And so I went from that, I, it fluctuated because I would be locked up from times, right? But yeah. for the most part, I was like that 24-7. Yeah, but whenever you're locked up, you're in a different kind of a problem. It too. was a hard transition coming from that to out here where 
what I'm trying to say is it's hard for me to trust motherfuckers, bro. Yeah. It's hard for me to trust anyone at any time, anywhere, because I've seen the lowest parts of what people do. Yeah. People I thought fucked with me, trying to steal from me, and I catch that shit. Yeah. Then they lie about it, and then I have to beat their ass, and then yeah. they come back at me when I'm not expecting them to. Mm-hmm. It's just... I don't, I don't push nothing past no one, bro. Well, and that's another thing that I learned just in that short time that I was in there is like, you talk to this dude, he seems like a totally fucking normal person. Mm-hmm. And then he does some like undercut shit like here and there, you yeah. know, like this is still not everybody that's in prison or jail is a criminal, but there's enough of them in there that it makes a standard. You know right. I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. And it, that's what I was saying about like my bed and stuff was like, I'm not letting anybody near like, this is my bed. You know what I mean? Like, if you come over here, like, I'm going to be checking to see what the fuck you're doing. Like, right. I'm not about to have somebody stick some shit under my bed, give me a month in here, like a year in here. You know right. what I mean? Like, I'm not yeah. fucking around on my seven days, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm getting out of here in six and a half days because I ain't fucking around. You know what I mean? Well, see, I was wilding out, bro. I fucking. Well, you were in there long enough to contemplate it. And that's what like, I'm saying. You know, I, I looked at my thing. And once I realized how time works and how long I was truly going to have to do. I looked at it and I said, even if I stay class one and collect my good time, I'm still going to have to do three and a half years. Yeah. So I need to make something happen while I'm here. You need to get through these three and a half years. And so that's when I started doing everything I was doing with phones and everything I was doing. And what I learned ultimately is that just brought bullshit to me. Yeah. Because I, everyone in the barracks sees what I'm doing. I'm flagrant with it because you know how I am. I'm yeah, bro. Yeah. Like if you have a problem with what I'm doing, come say something about it. Yeah, but that's not how they see it. Exactly. Yeah. They just look at me and they're like, "Why does this white dude have this, this, and this, and he's able to do that, that, and that?" Now I don't like that. I don't want to take what he has. Yeah. That's fucking bullshit. It's bro. fucking bullshit. Bro. <laughs> that is some fucking, fucking bullshit. bullshit. They'll do anything to fucking undercut it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. He's fucking with the camera. Yeah, we got it. We got it. We're we're back here. I forgot we were being recorded. What's yeah. I haven't looked at that camera enough. <laughs> How you doing? Get his good side. Get his good side. Uh, Make sure you get his good enough. side over there. Yeah. But no, nah, bro, I do. Uh, yeah, so the whole prison thing, man, like, that is, like, it's a big part of your story. And, like, it is a very interesting story, man. But I don't think that's don't, who you are. But I think it's also kind of made you a little bit that's what who I, you are. You I'd, like to, I mean? I'd like you've to. Taken t- good, I think you've taken good things from it. I'd like to touch on that. There's things I learned in prison that I brought with me to this. Yeah. That I, I fronted like I had the qualities before I went to prison. But I really didn't. Like, I, I would always act like I was bigger than myself. Yeah. And I would always act like I wasn't ever scared of anyone. When really, in all, all actuality, I was terrified, bro. I've never been in a fight before. Oh, yeah. Now, you out here. In high school, you seemed like the guy that would have gotten Exactly. It, you know? So yeah, listen okay. to what you're saying. Yeah, okay. I mean, fights with I've only been None in one fight. About, bro. Think yeah. who? Wait, who? Me and Sean Hensley fought in middle school. Oh, okay. One time. In middle school, though? I don't even count. It's, I'd never been in a fight before I went to prison. But everyone was scared mm-hmm. of me. Everyone thought I was a badass. Yeah. And I played that little character nice and well and wrote it through yeah when i went to prison there's no playing a character because you're gonna get checked <laughs> you're gonna get checked for sure bro yeah. and so what i learned in prison is ultimately how to be a fucking man number one to take care of your fucking business because i've seen so um, so many other men in there no, older I'm... than me 
that wanted to take care of their business but weren't able to because they're stuck in there oh. for a long time may have changed since what they did are you talking they, about their business outside of those walls right or, like like yeah. it may have a family or kids yeah and stuff like handle your business as a man like when i get out of here i have like how i've been i work every fucking day yeah. i pay my child support i take care of my son all that that's that's being Which, a fucking you never, man. did you have a job before you went to prison well yeah yeah i did yeah but I worked squeaky clean, Derek. Oh, yeah, the right. window washing, yeah, power yeah. washing shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did that while I was selling drugs. Yeah, right. Yeah. But um, you have some kind of income. How to be a fucking man? Because I've seen so many dudes that were locked up in there that wanted to be that, but didn't have the opportunity because they couldn't get out. So I really do that shit for them. And then it's kind of dope, actually. Yeah, little homage to the boys yeah. back home. Yeah. And then how to stand up for myself for real. Yeah. Like to I, actually defend your territory. Yes. Yeah, because that's not something you deal with on the daily, bro. No, People are abs- so soft now, dude. Absolutely not. Like I've seen, like I keep watching. Okay. So I keep watching these fucking, like I'll watch something on a movie and it'll be like, this dude shows up at your door. It was a movie I watched just recently. Shows up at the door. You don't fucking know this guy. He walks into your house, starts talking to your wife who's in the kitchen. And you just let him fucking walk right past you. Right. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You're not making it past my fucking doorstep if I don't fucking know you, bro. We'll see. Even if I know you, you're probably going to have to ask permission to come in most of the right. time. Yeah. Like, I feel what you're saying. And so the way I can interpret that for you for being in prison mm-hmm. is like, say some huge ass motherfucker. Don't even have to be black, dude. But that's always what everyone always says. A huge ass black dude comes yeah. in. Let's say he's just white dude. Well, some of them are fucking some huge, Brock huh? Lesnar looking yeah. motherfucker white dude. Yeah, comes up on you and he starts trying to go into your shit. You you got a bunk right and you got a locker part that locks, mm. but most of them don't lock because the locks have been taken off because they're used as weapons. Yeah. So <laughs> so say dude comes and he's just rifling through your shit and you see it from the day room. Mm. What you have two options: one, you act like you don't see it, or two, you go take care of that shit. Yeah. So. I didn't have that option because I was sitting on my bunk when that type of shit happened to me. What? And so, they just came up in your room while you were sitting there? Yeah, bro. They don't, man, motherfucker don't give a fuck, bro. What? And you got to think, I was coming straight into prison. I was a little fat. I have been smoking weed. I ain't been working out. Yeah. I was a chubby. You had a little too much money. Chubby ass little fuck boy, bro. From me to Arkansas. And it just one of two things happens in your brain, bro. Either you're with it or you're not. And so... You just fucking fight, bro, and it is what it is. That's fucking crazy. Wait, yeah. so dude came up in your cell? Yeah, plenty. Started that's, rifling yeah, through your shit. What'd you do? Plenty of time. You fight. You fucking you go at them, bro. You fuck that dude? Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. It don't matter if you win or lose, bro. They're just gonna know. Like you you're not fight for your shit. You're not coming in here and just yeah. taking. You better in. be a big motherfucker if you're right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah. And then I got smart. You I better think, be able yeah. to beat my ass. Yeah, yeah. Right. I got smart and learned how to fight, and I had weapons and people. Yeah. Yeah, it just all changes once you get yeah. a reputation. You learn, you learn the system yeah. and like what you need to do and shit. Because you're not like I don't care who you are, bro. There's somebody in this world that can beat your ass, bro. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, UFC fighters. Yeah, and they, you're getting they get thrown in. You're getting thrown in with a mix of all different kinds of people. You know what I mean? Well, what it is, it's it's about respect. Yeah, I learned a lot about respect in prison, and what I learned specifically that I brought with me out here is. I know that I could probably beat the average Jew's ass. I yeah. know that about myself. Yeah. But I don't walk around in front on people. Mm-hmm. I don't walk around and talk shit to people. 
I show everyone the same kind of respect that I would like to be given to me. Yeah. I'm going to say, hi, how are you? Mm -hmm. I, if you're older than me, I'll call you, sir. All that shit. Yeah. It, it's a respect thing for me. And if I'm not given that respect, I was about to say that because I've seen, I've actually seen it happen to you where somebody doesn't give you the same respect and it's an immediate flip switch. It, it pisses me off, yeah. bro. And I change and I, I kind of, I like, you're not going to treat me like a fucking yeah, man. Either you know? you're going to give me respect or I'm going to walk away and, not even be not even associate with you yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm. but the thing the thing that i specifically realized is any man is capable of anything and what i mean by that is i've seen the weakest motherfucker in the world go and get a weapon and beat the fuck out of someone with that weapon that was twice his size oh, fuck yeah. any man is capable of anything any woman is capable of any anything given day, brother. it doesn't matter who you are how bad you are it doesn't matter, bro. So I show everyone the same kind of respect. And I understand that someone half my size could kick my ass today. It's happened. I've had my ass beat by someone half my half my size. What? In prison? Yeah, bro. Oh, they're, they're those little hot sawed off motherfuckers like Landon Thacker running around oh, to God beat the it, fuck bro. out of someone, yeah. bro. Like, I thought that. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't trying to fight Landon, bro. I ain't trying to fight that dude. He's, he's old and crotchety now, but he'd probably, he'd probably still throw some hands, bro. Yeah, so... Uh. I just I'm just kidding, Thacker. You ain't that old, bro. I just I know <laughs> I know what I need to know about myself that I will defend myself if it comes down to it. Yeah. And that's all I need to know, man. I'm yeah. happy. I'm ha I'm com I'm comfortable looking myself in the mirror every day. I will take the ass whooping too, is the thing about it. Man. Yeah, I mean that's I, one thing yeah. I've always kind of been about, bro. It's like But the thing the thing take it if you if you deserve it or if you put yourself in a situation, you know. I don't go looking for fights with people though. No. That's the thing. Yeah. I the best fight is one that's avoided. Yeah. That's absolutely. how I've always yeah. looked at it. Yeah. If I can talk my way out of fighting someone, I would much rather do that than Well, because no matter what, bro. Like I've had bro, I got in a fight whenever I was in college with my roommate, bro, and like I won the fight and I got my knee hurt. My knee, it for like the next like six weeks, bro, was just fucking swole up and yeah. fucked up, bro, because we clacked knees at some point after I had already fucked him up. And fucking, I was the one that was laid up in the bed. You know what I mean? But also, I'll say this. Sometimes fights lead to the best friendships. Also true. Me and that dude are fucking super tight now. Uh, me yeah. and you. We yeah. started off. Yeah, we started off like beefing. A, we yeah. didn't fight, like, throw yeah. hands or anything, but that's basically. I can't even, I don't even know if we can call it beef. I think that was one of those things, like you were saying. Like, it was like I a, was the new kid on the fucking playground, basically, yeah. bro. And it was you came up and checked me out. It was a mutual respect. Mm. I gave it to you. You gave it right back. Well, to me. as soon as I stepped on that field, I fucking knew that I was being watched. You know what I mean? So I was well, yeah. trying to show out a little bit because you any, saw what was going on. Anyone that came to play out there was good at soccer. Oh yeah, you weren't allowed. You weren't even invited if you weren't. No, you didn't even yeah. know it was happening. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> you were much younger than all of us too. I'll admit. Yeah, because it was like Javier and them guys. They were all like twenty. Seawag and Mason and all them were like 18, 18 19, yeah. and I was sixteen. And you, you were, were, were the young guy. The yeah, board. and you were like 14 or 13. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were out there playing with a grown-ass yeah. yeah, That's how I learned. That's how I learned, bro. I learned my defensive shit from uh, Omar. Yeah. Remember Omar? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. He's the one that showed me. He's like, like not kind of black, but he's Mexican, really. I think he's um, some kind of... Uh, Barbados or something like that. Yeah, but he was the guy that, like, the first person that ever told me, whenever you go to block, don't put your fucking feet next to each other. Put them right. Front you to stagger back. them. You yeah. stagger them. Yeah, yeah, one behind the other. 
So they got to go around you and through if they're going to force do that. them one way to the other. Yeah. Usually to the sideline if you can. Like yeah. turn your hips and force them. Yeah. Like Lock off everything else on exactly. the inside of the field. Yeah. Use the field. That was to your one thing that coach used to always say don't yeah. let that ball in the middle of the field. Right. Yeah. That's your main goal as a defender. If that ball gets in the middle of the field, anything can fucking happen. Right? I just, the thing anything. I, we're going to transition to soccer now. I'm sorry. Cause yeah, I'm, no, we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, it's perfect timing because we're coming up on 28 now. The thing I hate is when I got older in soccer, it was my junior and senior year, how bad we were. I felt, yeah, I felt, bro. I felt directly responsible for that because you were the guy, you were the, I was supposed to be the one that scored the goals and I couldn't fucking, I don't know. You never had the ball, bro. But that doesn't, when but I had when you the, have the ball, you got to take those three or four. Yeah. The teams that I played on when I was your age, when I was younger, they scored. See what if I got the ball to Cameron or I got it to Jerry, yeah, they're putting it in the net. Yeah. When y'all got me and Kyle the ball up top or Dakota, yeah, we weren't putting it in the net. Definitely weren't, bro. I so was the, clearing the ball from backfield hoping something. I tried bad. though. I'll tell you that. I tried, I know, sir. I, I, I tried. You, I promise you. I this couldn't dude. just I just couldn't fucking score. No, bro. I promise <laughs> you, after every game that we played, we were wore the fuck out from trying, bro. But we lost shit. Ten out of twelve. And it sucked, <laughs> it sucked <laughs> shit like that, bro. It sucked because I started my freshman year and my sophomore year. I started all four years. Yeah. I started my freshman year on defense, and then my sophomore year, I was I was the stopper, the top stopper, yeah. right right before midfield. Yeah, and I'd start the attack. We went to the state championship my freshman year. Like you were saying, you feed it too. Yeah, yeah. we went state championship my freshman year, and then made it to the semi the right before the state championship yeah. my, my sophomore right, year. Yeah. And then my junior senior year, we don't even make the fucking playoffs. Bro. I was so devastated. Up. I got kicked off the team my senior year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's I mean, right, like, bro. God damn it, dude. Coach, Coach Bentley said, can I get the captain's band back? I said, no. No, I'm kidding. That's, that, that's over. Definitely keeping that. All right. We're going to go ahead and stop this, and we're going to transition. We're going to talk a little bit about this soccer situation because that shit was dope. All right. All right. All right, we're back in, bro. Okay. So we were talking about soccer before we went off there for a second. So high school soccer for me – was uh so I've been training with Olivia and Jerry because they graduated before I ever made it to high school, right? So uh Olivia was going to CBC to play, and I think Jerry went there too, or some shit like that. They both went to I don't know if he went to CBC too, but I've been training with her and Jerry and Omar and fucking like learning how to actually play soccer because Olivia was a fucking mean, she was a bad player, bro. Olivia scares me to the same. yeah, bro. I wouldn't want to meet her on the I'll field, just say bro. That. Her. Rachel Roberts and Kristen Gray all scare me. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't fuck with it. I, if they could play for the men's team, so be it. Come play with us. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, go for it. They probably would have fucking added something our first Ooh, couple years there, bro. Scary shit. But so I came up and like I'd already learned how to play soccer. You know what I mean? Like I'd done my best. I'd actually put in the work to like learn how to play, and then I show up and there's like 14 guys on the fucking team. Right. So I'm playing 90 minutes of 90 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean, we all game. did. Yeah, we all game. did. You might have a sub for one of your randos out there, bro, but the, the main core of the team was 90 minutes and 90 minutes, bro, getting your ass kicked every game because when you only have fucking 11 players to be on the field, bro, like you get tired and like if you don't have a full set of like stud 11, you know what I mean? Because we had five of us that were really good. <laughs> yeah. Right, it was me, you, um, fucking uh, Kyle Roberts. Jazz was really good too. I'll give him that. Um, and then... 
Who else we want to give a little shout out to from your junior year? Uh, I'll give it to Dakota Rap, bro. Over? Okay. Most underrated player on our team, bro. Yeah. I'll say this guy. Long legged motherfucker. I played soccer with Dakota Rap my whole life. Mm. And you may not listen to this podcast. You don't fuck with us. That's all right. You were kind of nerdy. That's cool. Ah, but we love you, bro. But I love Dakota Rap. Most underrated you I ever played with. Yeah. Sneaky, great soccer player, bro. Yeah. He came out of nowhere and hit you across. All I have yeah. to say, bro. PK's unrivaled. He's got the best PK I've ever seen. Really? Top left corner every time. What? Never misses. You used to hit it on Tyler Dennis. Really? Every time. He, our freshman year, he was our top. He was in the five. If we went to PKs, he was gonna be one of the shooters. Oh really? Our fre- as a yeah. freshman, bro. That's and hard. that was whenever it was you, yeah. Jerry, bro. That's you know, hard. C Wag, who C Wag could put that bitch wherever yeah. he wanted, bro. And he's so he was so technical. He was good at passing. He was good at dribbling. Not only him, I'll give it to Sean too, Hensley. Yeah, because he was kind of an anchor of the defense. Yeah, really, he just bro. he uh, he was an emotional man, leader. He was, yeah. yeah, bro. He was the guy when he said Super Smash Bros. It was about to go the fuck down on that. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why they, he was an he emotional leader. Bros, like, yeah, if he controlled the defense back there emotionally, yeah, I feel like you technically you would keep everyone where they needed to be. Yeah, but as far as rallying everyone and making them want to fucking. Play Go and play. Sean yeah. did that shit. Sean was a Sean's a cool dude, man. He can really. Sean, he's yeah. such like an emotional guy that fucking like yeah. he's just a trip, bro. He's funny, dude. I yeah, seen dude. him in years. That's crazy. That is crazy. Actually, you're bro. bringing people back into my mind that I, I know, talked to about dude, about yeah. in years. Well, Sean Hensley, bro. If you're listening to this, I hope you are, bro. I'm gonna send this to you, like. Personally, I'm gonna send this to Sean because you like, used hey, to bro. fuck with me and Osen every day. Bro. Heavy, bro. I used to fucking my my sister dated your brother and we used to hang out all the fucking time. They talked to you in about six years, my guy. Solid. Bro. <laughs> it's been about six years, my guy. Solid, bro. But yeah, so I hopped in and like I would, I had put in all the work to learn how to play and all this shit, and I hop in and I'm on like a team of like 14, five good players. You know what I mean? And like fucking, we got our asses beat every single fucking week. Yeah. Every single week, bro, we got fucking thrashed. But yeah. it would be like one or two scores because our defense was holding it down. And we'd send it up, and we just didn't have any closing on the other end, bro. And like, that's not to knock you or knock uh, Kyle or anything. Oh, like I just got up saying it. It was on us. Yeah, it was hard, bro. Like, I fucking, remember we if, couldn't keep the ball off our half the field, bro. I remember we were on defense 90 minutes. How I used to think about it my senior year is I would do this. I would spend the whole first half trying to score, but if I if I wasn't able to score and we were still either behind by one goal or tied, I would go back and play defense with y'all yeah. to save us maybe to get to a PK or extra time. Yeah. And sometimes that worked and we get to PKs and lose. Yeah. But most of the time we get scored on again. Well, you remember that game. Uh, you were at the game whenever we played D-Queen, held them 0-0 zero to zero until half. Yeah. Yeah, that was the best. That's arguably one of the best games I've ever played defensively in my life, yeah. bro. I probably yeah. stopped about twenty goals that game. Yeah, dude, I was getting my ass kicked yeah. the whole game, bro. I, I played. I, I over remember, there left back. I put. I brought Kyle back with me and sent everyone else up. It was Kyle, you, and Sean. Yeah, and I played sweeper behind y'all. Yeah, 
and we kept them from scoring for a whole half. And I don't know how. Bro, and because we they we, were mad, too. They were mad they weren't scoring, bro. We came off the field, and I was so – I think so, we lost maybe by two. That I game. was so tired, bro. I remember so I, tired. I sat down on and the coach is, like, amping us up. He's like, man, that was – we're zero to zero with the best yeah, team in the fucking yeah. league right now and all this shit. And we're like, bro, you know we just got our asses kicked yeah. for a whole half, bro. Like thirty shots on goal compared <laughs> to our compared to our one. Our one or two. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even get it on the other half of the field, motherfucker. Like, I just I remember I was sitting there on the bench and I was leaned up against Big B. Because he was <laughs> he was our goalie. I was yeah. I was leaned up against him. He's like, he just was holding me. He's like, you alright? Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm all right, man. He's like, I'm he's like, he's like, you catch your breath. He's like, I got a banana or orange for you right here. You ready. <laughs> and I was like, Big B, bro, I don't want no food. Big, he ah. said, he said, what you want, Gatorade, water, Capri Sun? I got it all. <laughs> bro, I Big said, Big B, B was, shut the fuck up. Big B was so fucking dope, though, bro. And not just that, but he was a presence in the goal, bro. Like, I wish that dude would have played all four years in that goal, bro. Well, see, with how big and like vast and like agile think, that dude I was. Grew, I grew up playing with AJ Crowley as a sweeper and yeah. Tyler Dennis in the goal. Bro, you couldn't score on Tyler either. No. So <laughs> we didn't even play defense with them two back there. <laughs> yeah. We just let them handle it and everyone else would run up and attack. Ah. And we just leave AJ in the back. Bro, we used to have eight. We used to have yeah, seven people it, back. Complete opposite. Yeah. My first two years compared to my last two years of soccer in high completely school, complete opposite dynamic. Fucking hard We used shit, to leave bro. everyone up front and attack, 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 and then have them two back there. Like, God forbid it comes back there. It, AJ, AJ would sit at, like, the 45-yard line and just watch, <laughs> and Tyler would stand it squirts at, out. And Tyler would, like, do dances in the 18-yard box because the ball never went back there. They bro. would be bored. I remember Tyler came Our out. goalie had to be on yeah. point all day, every day. Bro. I remember Tyler walked out of the box, bro, went to the sideline and got a drink of Gatorade, and I was on the bench at the time. And I was like, what are you doing, bro? He's like, like they're not even going to come back there anyway. It don't matter. No one's got to guard the goal. And he just took a swing of Gatorade. And I was like, get your ass back out there, bro. He's like, he's like nah, AJ's got it. It's all good. What the fuck, man? I wish I could have had that, bro. It was nice. I got to play with really great players my two first years. And that's we had good players. Like you remember Tate in the goal, bro. That's the difference. He quit his senior year, bro. That's the difference from my first years to last years is the level the level of players that we played with went all the way down compared to what we had. Because you're thinking we were playing with Jerry, bro. Jerry's one of the best shooters I've ever Jerry's seen. Jerry's one of the fastest people I've ever seen. And he can shoot so good. Yeah. He can control a, a soccer ball and a football. He showed me how to kick a football. Yeah. He was the one who taught me how to it's kick one that showed me how to yeah. Do, yeah. He is so great at placing a ball where he wants it. Yeah. Cameron, so fast. Unbelievable. Unbelievable dribble. I've bro. never seen. You can't take the like ball that. from him. Yeah. He will make you fall on your face. He'll make you look stupid. Bro, he would make oh, bro. I he was, was so I thought good. I was so good, bro. He was so good. Like the fact that I could stand up to him half the time, right? Like yeah, it made that you I feel like good, you were bro. fucking bad. But at the yeah. other half the time, he's making you look stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's so fast from here to here. You know what I mean? Like you haven't even yeah. taken a step, and he's all the way around you. No, he's I went, already taken five steps. I went one time, bro. We went to D Queen to play this four on four tournament, and I was the sub. It was it was Seaway. Jerry Mason and AJ Crowley. Oh, I was the subbing. Yeah, just I didn't even play. It was just in case one of them got hurt, (laughs) and I got to sit there and watch them play, bro. They dominated them bitch ass Mexicans the whole fucking day. 
Uh, like six zero scores, like a little condensed field with yeah. the little goals like we mm-hmm. used to play on pickup games. Mm-hmm. They would dominate. How well, are you gonna stop that? How do you stop that? All four run. of them can Mass. dribble, shoot, run, everything. You we can't. had so whenever I started, we had a guy <laughs> that could dribble. We had a guy that was fast. We had a guy that was tall. You know, we had somebody with a piece. Yeah. Nobody with the full bag, except maybe Kyle. And Kyle and just, I don't feel like he gave it up. The dangerous part about what AJ and, and CY could bring to the game is they weren't like Jerry where they played offense their whole life. They started out on defense. Yeah, so they're getting and de- the ball. And developed an yeah. offensive game. That was another thing that I noticed about ours was, like, whenever it gets on the other side of the field, you got to keep it on that side right. of the field, too. Yeah. So, like, Our- whenever I'd clear it out – and somebody would get the ball, yeah. like they would just dribble around everybody and then get all the way back to the back line. And I'm like, oh, like what the fuck, dude? Like you, you, nobody could stop him from here to there. Like yeah. what the fuck are we doing here, dude? It'd be the same guy basically from the back line making two, three passes and they'd be at the fucking back line ready to shoot. Yeah. The problem with our team, my junior and senior year, was the mentality of we just lost. We can't, we can't score. Yeah. We lost our scoring options. Yeah. That so was all. Yeah. Defense, yeah. yeah. And I didn't help it within practice when I would just dr- try to dribble around everyone. That I should have tried to work people in. Yeah. Like passing it to them and let them try to work. No, they should have fucking took that up, bro. I, I don't. Yeah. yeah. That was one thing that really drove me crazy about like our team at the time was there was just, it didn't feel like a lot of heart, bro. It was like people that wanted to say they were on the soccer team. Right. You know? I agree with that. I felt like there was like a collective group of like five or six of us that really cared. Yeah. Not to knock anybody that was on it because right. I mean we all put in the work. We all had yeah. a good time, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they were just I felt like I, know, yeah. I felt like it was too much of everyone relied on you and Sean and Ethan Campbell on defense. Yeah. And then relied on me and Kyle to score the goals. And what are we doing and in was, between? And it was just unrealistic, bro. You need midfielders. You need yeah, fucking outside mids. You need inside mids. You need all that shit, bro. We couldn't do it. There's no way. We, we had no in between. Yeah, that was the whole thing about it. It was either it was on offense or it was on defense. It was like so we got taken from you guys. It's getting brought all the way back to yeah. the defense. And then we got to clear it back up to you guys yeah. and try it out. And then no help from the back. It's like we were playing six on eleven, basically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the midfield, the middle of the field was just yeah. all you can eat. Yeah. And if you gave it to one of them, they would just lose the ball. <laughs> I used to hate yeah. that shit. Yeah, I would need. You the didn't pass. even want to pass. I would need the. I just need a one time, bro. Just a. I'll pass it to you. You pass it back to me in a V formation, just like yeah. this. I'm gonna run around. I'm gonna pass it to you. Kick it to me, and they couldn't even do that. Yeah, they just lose the ball. And I'd be like, man, would whiff it or fucking <laughs> step over it or do some crazy shit, bro. I, I may remarkably dribble all the way through the defense. I remember so many times just watching people from the back line trip over the ball. I was like, what the fuck have we been practicing, dude? Right. Like, what is yeah. going on here, man? And I would feel so bad because sometimes I would dribble through the whole defense like I did in practice. Yeah. But I'd miss the shot. And I'd just sit there and be like, what is wrong with me? You had to finish like, that. Like, what bro. the fuck is you wrong had with to finish that? I'd be bro. so bad at myself, bro. Yeah. I'd but you so weren't brought up. You, like, you were defense for a good long while. Bro. I was, yeah. yeah. I, I started defense and then made my way to center mid. Yeah. And then once. And every, then you were the striker. And then everyone left. All I of a sudden, you were the striker. striker and I was yeah. forced to have to score and I couldn't score. Yeah. 
I wasn't the scoring guy, goddammit. Bro, I never scored. I got thrown out there like three or four times, and I never scored. I was the dude that could start the progression, and I could put the ball wherever it needed to be put. Yeah. I needed the person on the other end to score it. Well, me. so think of it from, like, my perspective. I was center back. I mm-hmm. was the guy that, like, I got the first pass in there to yeah. set you up. I get you. You're you would completely get it to me. open. Yeah. This dude, my, my midfielder would be completely open. Pass it to him, he fucking whiffs the ball. You pass it to him, he makes one good pass, he whiffs the ball. It's like I couldn't – it's like I'm trying to get the ball up. But what I started doing was just clearing it. Just fucking get it as far up there and let somebody try something because, like – if I pass it to like if I pass it up, then like it yeah. just doesn't fucking nothing happens, you know. See, I always it was really hard, man. My sophomore year when I played center mid, I wish you would have played because we had Kyle starting over Zach Goodner, Kyle Roberts. Yeah, and I wish you would have played over Brad Watson at that stopper spot. Yeah, and you could have <laughs> gave you you could you could have gave me the ball. And then I would have gave it to the next person, yeah. and then they would have scored. Well, see, whenever we started playing, it was me giving it to two people to get you the ball. Right. But what I started doing was just clearing it to you, you know, trying to get it all the way up there. Yeah. So that's where we ended up. Someone's here. Someone is here. Who could it be? I think it's Kristen. I think it's Kristen. It is Kristen. Yeah, it's Lady Kristen. Howdy. How are you? So we're just talking about high school soccer. (laughs) No big deal. No big deal. Just reliving the glory days. We're reliving the glory days, bro. So what was crazy was the year after you left, we went to the quarterfinals, I think, Mm. and we lost to the team that won the state championship I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. So it was me, Chase Pyle, fucking uh, Michael Squire, uh, uh, fucking um, Kyle, obviously. Squire, yeah. Kyle Roberts, and fucking. Bro, what was crazy was after, like, that year, they really, like, when they got into their senior year, they actually put their big boy pants on, bro. We went, we went for a run that year. That's crazy. It's crazy. You you would have never believed pussy. it, bro. They were also never pussy believed when I played it, soccer. Yeah, you would have never believed it, bro. Those guys put their fucking big boy. You remember RC Sims boy. walked out of practice crying because he got hit in the nuts? Yes, dude. Yeah. You know how many home. times I got hit? He in the walked nuts. home, bro. He walked home crying. Yeah, have you seen RC lately? He'd be working on his workout. Apparently, shit. he's a fitness dude. He's a big fitness dude now. I bet you I need more push-ups than him. <laughs> I'm way out of shape compared to that dude. <laughs> That dude's cut up, and I, I guarantee on everything. I, y'all can put whatever money you want on it. Yeah, I'll I bust out fifty push. I do. Right I now. fucks with his posts a little <laughs> bit, just because it's like, well, every post that you see from him is like, this is why you're not making these gains, you know? Because mm. you have to be consistent. You have to do this. Like he's every on other some day. good shit. Yeah, he's yeah. on some good shit, man. He knows I what like he's talking shit. about. It's some yeah. motivational shit when he posts it. Yeah, but uh, I know the guy. You know, so he posts it. <laughs> he cried because nah, he got hit in the yeah, nuts. He did do that one good time. And walked bro. home. Yeah. And when I drove by an hour and a half later after practice, and he still wasn't home, and I came past him on the sidewalk, I asked if he wanted to ride. He said, No, get away. And that's how that happened. Yeah. What, bro? Yeah, no one knows about that. That's a, that's a, that's a little book, of, book of Austin exclusive. That's, that's, a, la- that's, <laughs> a, that's, 
That's a detour for the life of detours right there, bro. Yeah, I was yeah. driving home after that practice, bro, and he was on the sidewalk. You know over by Kessa's Corner? Yeah. He walked he, all the way there? He was about there. He lives past that, bro. Yeah. Heading towards my house. I, later on in life, I found out where he lived because he ended up smoking weed. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> That's how you learn a lot about people. Bro. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, bro, I pulled up and I said, man, hey, I was like, you want to ride, bro? Because he was on our team, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, Still I, your boy either way. Yeah, yeah. So And he was like, no, I, just get away. I was like, hold up, bro. Like, I parked my, my stare. I said, like, hold on, man. Like, what's your, what's your problem with me? Like, what did I do? Yeah. I'm just trying to offer you a You know, I'm home, trying to bro. give you a ride, bro. Like, you're embarrassed. Like, I get that. I don't understand what exactly happened. He's like, you're one of the people that was laughing at me. I said, the whole team was laughing at you, brother. Yeah. I was like, you're going to point me out out of the other 20 people that were laughing yeah. too? I was like, how are you going to go to practice tomorrow then? And he said, I'm not going to practice. I said, oh, so you just quit. I was like, you're just a quitter? And then he looked at me, and I was like, man – I was like, if you're just going to sit here and say you're going to quit because you got hit in the nose with a soccer ball, you know how many times that's happened to me in my life? You know how many times I got knocked out on that's those what, by that's that soccer ball? That's what I was saying, bro. And he, got, he finally got my car, and I took him home. Yeah. I was like, man, I was like, there are worse things than getting hit in the nuts with a soccer ball, bro. I told him straight up. I said, bro, quit being a bitch. Just quit being a bitch. And yeah. he looked at me, and he's like, I don't, so I'm not trying to be. And I was like, I know you're not. Yeah, I like you're just a you're, you're more of a sensitive you're guy. You're putting yourself in, like you're you're talking yourself into. Yeah, things, yeah. Like, like I told you, him, can go one or two ways about this. I told him, I said, you're more of a sensitive guy than most guys. Yeah, and that's not a problem. It's yeah. okay to be sensitive, but bro, quit being a bitch. Yeah. And ever since then, he understood it, bro. And apparently, it worked because he's, he's fucking, fucking he's, working out. And yeah, he's, he's jacking out. I'm gonna take credit for that. Yeah. I, I got I got RC Sims Jack. That's what it's like. Yeah, we'll take that. But what I was thinking of was, uh, I remember there was this one time, I fucking, I thought it would be a good idea, so the fucking, the goalie hit a goal kick, bro, and he kicked it all the way to the back line. Damn. He kicked it, like, fucking 70 yards, and I was like, I'm gonna go up and I'm gonna hit this. That shit hurt, didn't it? It fucking, it about knocked me out, bro, yeah. it really did. I came up, Tom. I hit it, fucking... Oh, <laughs> the literal the word light is brain dead, bro. <laughs> yeah, you are brain dead. You see, you see those what that white light from uh, a smack. You know what I mean? Our theme, my freshman year, our theme was win it in the air. That was the code. That was a big deal. Any, yeah. any corner kick, any kick from the other any teams, cross, any clear. If it's getting cleared teams. out, if the if the fucking keeper is gonna punt it. All that. That's what Win it in the air. Yeah. And that meant with your head. Bro, I had so many bad headaches. I'm, I'm <laughs> I had three concussions. You playing. already had concussions. I yeah. had concussions from playing football three of them. Yeah. Guarantee I had at least nine from soccer. Bro. Yeah. It's how harder I, than how you I, guys think, man. Like, people be talking shit about yeah. soccer, bro, but that is a rough sport, bro. The original. You're using every part of your body, and you're getting hit in it somewhere. The original way I broke my nose was from playing soccer. Yeah. I went up for a header in practice and got punched in my shit. Dude, the keeper, Todd Roberts, <laughs> he went to punch the ball and caught my nose instead. What? And I was in midair. Went to head it in, went, yeah. and landed on my back. And I was blacked out. Bro, do you remember that dude, Chris Jones from D-Queen? Yeah. He joined the soccer team his senior year. Y'all's team? No, his team. Oh, Nat, uh, D-Queen? Yeah. So we were playing D-Queen one game. And I remember I came across the box, and I was like, the ball was coming to him. And, I mean, he's just – he's big as shit. 
Gosh, but I don't know that he's ever played soccer. So, like, they would get him the ball and he'd pass it to somebody else. You know, he was good at that. But so I came up and I tried to take the ball from him. I hit the ball and got fucking smoked on the back of my head, bro. He hit me with his shoulder straight through my nose and yeah. my face onto my back. And I was like, what the What's fuck just happened to me? What's dude? crazy is you, bro, me and him are mad tight. Oh, for real? He almost lived with me my junior year. That dude was cool. I talked to him after that game. Yeah. I talked to him after so, that game. And he so was cool as fuck, man. My he was real close with Jordan Reuter, who I dated right. in high school, too. Yeah, right. okay, yeah. yeah. So my junior year, going into my junior year, right? Mm-hmm. We're going into my junior year of football. This is football season. And I know I'm going to start at safety, and I'm the kicker and the punter and all that. I'm, I'm all that shit. Yeah. And so – he was playing for D Queen at the time and they weren't going to be very good that year. Yeah. And so he messaged me and he was like, what's up? And I was like, like, what's up? Like, you know, I'm thinking he's about to talk shit to me or something. Yeah. Like, I, like, why are you? This is mess- Chris Jones, the best player right. on the like, D-Queen why are you team. Messaging like, me? what's up? <laughs> like, he, what's up? he was like, he said, he said, man, D Queen ain't going to be very good this year. He said, what, what do I got to do to come and play? Like, because because yeah. me and him we had talked before. Well, Mina was fucking running shit too. Right? Yeah, we were good that year. Yeah. We went seven and zero to start that season. Yeah. If we would have had him, we would have won state championship. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, bro. Yeah. Imagine him because remember of Landon was your running back, and he was the guy that. Well, broke we his... had we had John Valentine too. That dude was bad to the bone. But imagine bro. Chris being in front of him and Fuck him and that, him being dude. the bad guy. No, because yeah. Valentine would hit you like a fucking. I know, Rick, bro. He yeah. ran for four touchdowns one game. Imagine him being a backup. Yeah, How do you I stop did. that? So he messaged me one day, and he was like, I'm thinking about trying to transfer to Mina. Could I live at your house? And I went and talked to my mom immediately. I was like, yeah. hey. Well, he's trying to get on that team because he was looking right. for a scholarship offer. Yeah. That dude was smart yeah. about his shit. Bro. So I went and talked to my mom, and she was cool with it because at that time, I was just doing whatever I was. I was wilding out. We were throwing the parties at the yeah, goat house and all that Yeah, shit. I remember the goat house. And yeah. so... Never so, went, but I heard about so it. So she was cool about it. And so I got Chris to come to Mina with his mom, and we went and talked to Coach Weaver. Yeah. And... He said you couldn't transfer. The only reason it didn't work was because if he transferred when we were talking about it, he wouldn't have been eligible for his junior year to play. Ah, uh, because you had he had man. to do it like a month beforehand. You have to be in the district for a certain amount of time yeah. before you can actually play for a school. Yeah, and so he could live in Mina, but he'd still have to play for D Queen. Wow, isn't that bullshit? That is some bullshit. So yeah. he ended up not coming. I mean, no, I get because yeah. it sounds like recruiting to me. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so he ended up not being able to come. And what could have happened didn't happen, but if it did, that would have been legendary. That would have been a different. He would have been our running back and our linebacker. Oh, bro, (laughs) bro, the way that he, the way that he hit me in soccer, I can't imagine him full pads. Just imagine this, bro. Imagine going through Big B, running into Chris Jones, and then running into Big Graves. And then no, the, the off good. chance that you get through all them, I might be standing there. I yeah. might try to do <laughs> free safety over here. But I'm going to be kind of scared Big if, you make, shit, it, if you make it through them three. I'm going to be kind of scared. Honestly, yeah, no bro. shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, if you make it past Ben Graves, I'm not fighting you probably. Yeah. That's such a difference compared to what we have, bro. Yeah. Chris would have changed the whole game for that team. Yeah. With that. Reed, Reed playing quarterback, him at running back, Austin and Landon at slot. 
and then yeah, because Brad- Austin was our quarterback. Yeah, and then yeah. Bradley Crawford and who the fucking other receiver? Bradley was. Crawford was a fucking Malachi. Was Malachi it? McGee? Yeah. yeah Imagine them yeah. motherfuckers all on all of that. Field. And Malachi was a killer. Was he a corner? or Was he a safety? He played corner. Corner, yeah. It was him. That J-Mac. dude hit like a fucking train, bro. It was him and J Mac at corner, and then me and Ben at safety. Yeah. That shit was wild, bro. I remember watching some film of Malachi out there fucking smashing people, bro. Yeah. He was like, he was one of those that like the coaches would show it and be like, this is how you fucking tackle. You run through that motherfucker and all this shit. He was fast. Yeah. Fast. That's what I always remember. Him and Bradley both, both fast. Bro, Bradley was fast as fucking. He had the hands that you couldn't beat, bro. And what's crazy is, bro, dude is such a piece of shit now, bro. What? I, well, I like to give him his benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm wrong for saying that. I, I don't know. What, I don't know anything about him. Yeah. I don't know what's happened to him since high school. I just know it's not good. I know he's been off on some shit. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I know it's but not good. He's the guy that I used to know, I think. I like to think. I know when we played football, he was he was locked in. He, he was, was locked. He was one of the he was the best player on the team. He made bro one time I had to cover one on one goal line goal line situation. Yeah, in practice, he hit me with this move, bro. He faked like he was going to run a slant and then busted a fade on me, and I fell on the ground. <laughs> he hit it so quick, juked me out so hard, I fell on the ground, bro. And I got up and I went I went to him after he caught the touchdown. I was like, bro, what did you do? He was like, man, I'll just be doing that. I went to Coach Clark, the safety coach, yeah, the DB's coach, and I said, man, there ain't no night do against I'm that. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to fall on the ground. Put someone in that can cover him. Yeah. Show me. Show let me, me a guy that can cover Let him. me watch that what they do so yeah, I can mimic I'll it. I'll learn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Show me. You go out there and stop that. Let's let me take, see what you can do. Let's take a shot for Bradley Crawford, bro. I don't know where you're at nowadays. I don't know what's going on with you, bro, but I remember you being a good guy. I know you've been through some shit here lately. But we're here with you, bro. How about that? I mean, I've been in prison, so it can't be any worse than that. Huh? Good. Well, I I heard he got off on some on some uh, some real drugs. He's been on some shenanigans. That's yeah. all we'll say. He's been on the life of detours, bro. Major life of detours. Yeah, life of detours will take you to many. Uh, that's so interesting. Places. So that's it. All comes full circle for me, and my head just not. The, the podcast life of detours my life has just been nothing but detours exactly bro that's the whole thing that's about it every detour that you've taken has led you to be exactly where you're at right now and i wouldn't have it any other way i wouldn't either I've done, i'm, I'm yeah. on a trajectory bro i i've i'm picturing my future five yeah. ten years from now and it's so glorious bro oh, dude i'm ready to be there yeah well that's but, one but thing that i but, like to do is like like you you say you're gonna do it and you do it you know what I mean? But I, I, I'm seeing where I'm gonna be. I don't want to. I don't want a remote like in that movie Click. Yeah, no. I don't want a remote to go to it. It's like preset settings. I want. Yeah. I want to go through the journey. I want to go wanna through the hardships. Yeah. I want to put the work in. I want to go through the shit that the failures that I have to learn. The from. shit that makes you a better. Person. I, I want that yeah. shit that's gonna make me more of more of what I've already done. Yeah, I want to continue every to little evolve. detour, every little, and even the spots where you fall off. You know what I mean? That's you needed the best those parts. to learn. That's the best part. Bro. Yeah, the most I ever learned was when I was locked in a cell by myself. Yeah, because I was forced for the first time in my life, with no drugs to, no drugs to take away any kind of pain, or force me to not think. That sounds of painful. I'll tell you that. Force me. I I always got high to avoid stuff. Yeah, when you're forced to be by yourself. 
with no nothing to avoid the problems in your life and you have to face them be real with yourself and it's just you yeah so who are you gonna bullshit you gonna bullshit yourself you gonna bullshit nobody if you gonna now. bullshit yourself bro you're a fucking coward yeah you're gonna call yourself out somewhere in you the, have to in bro. the ether bro and yeah. in that moment i came out and i feel like i'm i'm comfortable with myself i'm better for it yeah and I'm ready to take on the next shit. What well, I like to... about you is that you've owned it and you're proud. Like, you're not proud of it, but you're proud of what you've done. Right. Despite that. You right. Know I mean? yeah. yeah. And I will fucking, I'll shake your hand on that, bro, because I really yeah. do appreciate, I appreciate who you are that, now bro. and shit, yeah. bro. Like, honestly. Yeah. And We're if... coming up on this 30 minute mark, so I do have to. Have That's to fine. Start. I have yeah. to piss. We're at 45. Yeah, All right, this. so we're going to take a little break. We're going to hit a little beep, and then it's going to fucking uh, go back on, probably. Yeah. All right, so we're hopping back in. We just took a long break there for a, a little second. Si- a little siesta, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, Kristen got home. I was hanging out with a little bitty for a second, man. Like, we had a couple of pee breaks and whatnot. I'm going to go ahead and take a shot, just because I'm kind of feeling it right now. I don't know. Which yeah, Jack's you, got you can't take a shot without Jack. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, look at this proper 12 bottle. We got looking sad over here. How do we do this every time? We got about five shots left. How did we do that? I don't even feel like that. That's that just drunk. that's what I do, bro. I bring that I bring that energy. You do too, too for real. That's what happened last time you were here. Let's talk about last time you were here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Last time I was here. Yeah, Ocean got knocked out yeah, by the to... forerunner. <laughs> My own car knocked me the <laughs> fuck out, bro. Not cool, man. I thought me and Dale were cool, man. So so we make it back to the apartment complex. Now let's tell the whole story here. Okay, so Okay. I come I come to Arlington for a good time and these guys take me to McDougal's. Which is a bar. Well, I took you to I took you to Harlow well, the night yeah, before, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, this wasn't the time. No, that. that's a different time. That's yeah. a totally different time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So we we went to McDougal. You took me to Texas now Live. Make, the night. Uh, you took me to Texas Live the night before. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not McDougal's. It's fucking. Uh, what is it called? McCullers. 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 Yeah. It's got over all, there. All I know yeah. is it's got a three leaf clover on the emblem. So. Yep. Yeah, right there on Collins and. Uh, so uh, again, Green Oaks, Collins and Green Oaks is where the Fox and Hound used to be. If you know what I'm talking about, they don't. No, some well, people. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. You got Texas. Five I, people hey, that listen. Listen, right listen, listen. I I be in Arkansas, so we don't. Yeah. Know, we don't know that shit. Well, bro, the crazy thing about it is like my Arkansas people really fuck with me, bro. Like Traven's episode, for example, got more views than any other episode except for my first one, and he's like five behind right now. That's crazy. He's at like 60 views out of 65. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was talking to John Stroud the other day. And he oh, was yeah. like, bro, the one where I was listening to where you're talking to Traven really leveled with me because I actually talk to that dude sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I'm trying to break into like a new market, but I'm down with my old market, bro. I'm down with 100 people listening to I fuck with John Stroud, yeah. bro. I do too, man. I remember. So, That's my dude. John Stroud, let's go ahead and talk about this dude real quick. All because. Right. The first time I met this dude was back in. That's that's a money. That's was, a money getting motherfucker. That's all I'm gonna say. Is he now? That's all. That's all I have to say. Okay, okay. That's all I have to say. Remember, in, I I came up in in sixth grade. You remember whenever we used to play football out on the uh, that little weird field that we had at, at that that weird field that we had out on the middle school in Nina. 
the three fields. Yeah, and he used to get yeah, he used to get rough and tough out there on that field, bro. Sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Yeah. No, I'm talking about recess. Yeah, so sixth yeah. graders would play right here. Yeah. The seventh graders would play over by the by where the basketball goals were. Yeah. And then the eighth graders had the whole. Nah, I wouldn't practice. like that whenever I was there. That's how it was when I was there. When I played, we all played together. Oh wow! And yeah, we that? got our ass kicked all the time, bro. We I weren't allowed to play with them. They wouldn't let us. It was so, our, dude. John Stroud, that dude was honestly one of the most under, like, underappreciated football players I've ever seen. I don't even know. He didn't play through high through high school, and everything, but he was fast. He was fucking strong. He was big, bro. And I remember I came out there in sixth grade, and I was running. I was running for a pass. I went to fucking. I grabbed it, caught it, and I got smoked. I got absolutely smoked. Like, it was a full chest hit. Like, he hit me under my ribs. Dropped me on the fucking ground. We're playing two-hand touch right now. (laughs) And I got fucking smashed. And I walked back to the fucking, to the huddle, and they were, like, talking shit because you remember Zach Sanchez, right? Yeah. He was big as shit back in the day. Whenever we were little, he was the biggest dude. He's still big. And so (laughs) I had just got smoked. And they're like, dude, Zach, go fucking check his ass. And I was like, nah, I fucking... Fucking got it, bro. Like, just fucking let it, just let right. it go, bro. I just got fucking. Right. Check. I'm still out of breath, like just trying to be like, dude, I fucking, I got it, bro. But I just remember that. I remember getting fucking smoked by that dude in like sixth grade, bro. That's what I remember about John Stroud. Well, how about that? Yeah, and then I also remember him coming to a party in high school and wrecking grandma's car. But that's a totally different situation Whoa. there. Yeah, that's a wild. That was whenever story. I was on probation. This is my senior year after I'd already gotten arrested and i'd had a party at the house still because i was still fucking off being a fucking jackass and uh so i got really drunk at this party we had like put up black lights in the garage like we were having a fucking like a whole thing there were lights out in the fucking we had already told grandma that we were gonna do it so she sanctioned it we were like we we're gonna set this whole ditch up like we had the whole like black lights in the garage fucking lights outside and everything bro and uh i got shit faced within the first like hour of the fucking party and uh, I actually ended up just passing out in my room. Yeah. And uh, at some point, while I was asleep, he came in there and asked, like, hey, I need to go <laughs> see Kunju. What? And apparently asked for my keys. And I was like, here, just, they're on the fucking wall over there or whatever. And he grabbed grandma's keys, took the van, wrecked it into the fucking ditch, he was and then ditched it. Huh? Yeah, something like that. I don't fucking know. But oh. not to, like, throw you under the bus. I'm not saying, like, I'm not mad about any of the situation. I, I fuck with you, Stroud. But, like, that was, like, a weird situation right there, bro. Yeah. That's what I remember from part of it. You know I, mean? <laughs> I remember you came to one of my parties. <laughs> Because he was dating Devin Purcell. Who, me? No, John Stroud. Okay. He was dating Devin Purcell. Yeah. And she she begged me to let him come, and I let him come. (coughs) He brought this weed, bro, that knocked everyone on their ass. What? Knocked the whole party down, bro. The whole party sat down somewhere. (laughs) Everybody went to sleep. What? At the goat house? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody passed so That shit was crazy. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. I remember I, I remember that to this day. Yeah. It was I, just some Reggie, too. That's what's funny about weed now. Yeah, dude, because all the weed is so <laughs> strong now, dude. It I remember seeds. smoking shit with, like, bro, like, hardcore seeds. Like, I remember you'd have to pick out. You'd have a pile of them over here. Bro. 30 a quarter. 30, 30, wheat, 30 uh, seeds a quarter? No, no, $30. Bro. Oh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> But probably 30 seeds, too. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. 30 a quarter. That's crazy, bro. Mm. 
But no, I remember picking through that shit, bro, because you had to get those out. If you smoked one of those motherfuckers, oh, dude, yeah. oh, you're, you're about to have a real bad time, I'll tell you that. You're through. Yeah, that shit was funny, bro. That old weed. And that's what my mom actually told me, like, not, I mean, it's been a while now, but she's told me, like, back in the day, like, you could actually sit and smoke a joint. But, like, now, if you sit and smoke a joint, you're fucked up, dude. If you sit and you hey. take a joint to the face, you're fucked up, man. I have no used idea. to you could take a joint smoke it like a cigarette you know you're gonna be a little bit high you know what i mean i have no idea what he's talking about so he's never smoked weed in his life i'm gonna i'm gonna sit here and say this i'll take your, i'll take your word for it sir what are you talking about <laughs> i'll take your word for it i don't it, even sir. know what angle you're playing right back now. when i used to smoke weed it didn't do that to you it was just some average shit the weed y'all got nowadays, you whippersnappers out here. <laughs> y'all need to chill out. Nah, bro, y'all I don't to... even, I, like I told you, bro, like I'll fucking take, I'll take <laughs> a bowl. Like the bowl that's in my mm. bong right now has been rolling for a week now. Yeah. Y'all, hey. And I could still pull it out and hit it. It's probably stale as fuck, but it's been sitting in there. There's still some yeah. green on it. You, know? you, you kids that I was selling weed to that are adults now, y'all chill out with them edibles y'all are making. <laughs> Y'all chill out with this. That's, a, that's that Joe Rogan shit. Like, just take a leg. You take, you just take a, a leg. All, just like, leg why are you selling bears. whole bears, bro? Real talk. All I need, all I need is a leg. Why are you selling, why are you whole, selling teddy bear? whole bears, bro? Y'all should chill out with that this shit. That shit was the funniest shit to me, bro. Y'all are going to kill someone. They're not ready for that. <laughs> no, bro. I was listening to the fucking Joey Diaz and fucking Joe Rogan podcast earlier. And he was talking about that autistic kid that he used to hang out with. He started, like, he got him a little drunk one time, and then he started giving him a little bit of pot to send him home, and he was like, hey, don't smoke this while you're here, because it's really strong, you need to do it whenever you get home. Yeah. Okay, so he'd send him home, and he'd come back, and be like, man, I had the best time of my life last night, and all this shit. He'd come back, he'd sell him a little more, he'd, like, give him a little more, and then, like, the one time he gave him edibles, he never came back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what he was talking about on the podcast. Yeah, I remember that part, fuck, yeah. dude. Yep. Edibles are a different fucking breed, bro. It's a different game. It's the same thing with these fucking, uh, let me show you these little motherfuckers that I got here. These are these fucking Delta 8 gummies that Logan be slinging at his fucking work, dude. What are they, what, what, what are they talking about? So Delta 8 is a different form of weed. So it's like Delta 9 is THC. Like it's the actual like weed that you can't sell in Texas. But Delta 8 is you take one... You take like one chemical bond out of it, and it's the same shit. It still gets you high, but it's different. What? Okay, I, I, I'm with you. So it's, continue. So I looked it up, and so <laughs> you can't make it out of. Is it indica that makes you chill? Like, so delta. I always I've understood that delta eight's like from hemp. Hemp. Yeah, hemp. Oh, it's still marijuana. Yeah, so but they take like, the psychoactive part that you take out of Delta but, 9. But it yeah. still gets you high, though. It gets you high as fuck, bro. It How gets you more work? high, bro. Okay, so what I saw was they can only make it out of certain strains. Oh. So, like, I don't know if it's indica or sativa because I always get it backwards. The one that gets you up. Sativa. Sativa. Yeah. So they can only make it out of sativa strains. So it's an upper for sure, but you're going to be fucked up because they're taking it chemically like rendering it down and taking a piece out that's a piece that is completely un like it has nothing to do with the fact that you're fucked up 
Like, they just take it out to make it legal. Like, you're still high as fuck. They're changing the chemical compound. They're taking, they're changing the chemical composition in a way to make it legal, but it's still getting you fucked up. It's like the periodic table, you have a name, boron. Yeah. They're making it with an extra O in boron. Yeah, but it's still fucking boron. It's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. How about that? There you go. How about okay. science, bitches? Science, bitch. Explain, yeah. explain by Osten. How about that? By Jack, really? I, well, yeah. I mean, you by Jackson, it right. than I, do. I, mean, I, I was, I mean, I was getting there. I, I mean, guess. through biology with Miss Hooker. I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> I made it through biology. I yeah. don't know about the rest. Bro, of I didn't even have Miss Hooker, bro. I had Miss uh, Throckill. Mm. Yeah, who we all thought was really hot in high school. Yeah, very hot. Yeah, she was. Pretty you missed hot. out with yeah. Miss Hooker though. She let us cut a pig, a frog, and she let us draw dicks. She let us what? draw a penis and balls. What? We I never had, get to draw the penis draw, and balls. We had to draw the male organ. You had to? It was a part of biology. Did you draw a vagina? I drew a fat ass cock. Veiny cock. <laughs> it was unnecessary. All right, Jonah, chill. Jonah Hill. Yeah. It was she gave me an F. Super bad. She gave me an F and she told me to redo it and make it more lifelike. And like, I was, bitch, you ain't seen my cock. Well, I wanted to say I, I feel like that was an aggressive statement that I just threw I, out there. That was right very there. aggressive. That was so aggressive. I'm so know, sorry. You just care with that. If you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. Austin must have a huge cock. <sighs> but anyways, uh I'm average size, so I just <laughs> when she told me to draw an average size penis, I just looked at mine and it was a pathetic drawing of a little cock. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, here I'm you go. I'm about to beef this up. And That's then right. and the crazy shit about it is I gave her a little cock picture. And Miss Hooker accepted it. So you know what that means? She's been accepting little cock her whole life. Whoa! How about that? How that blow your mind? I pray to God that Miss Hooker is too old to be listening to this podcast and not hear that shit. <laughs> she is too old to listen. She don't know how to access podcasts. So it's I kind of hope she does, just because. I mean, Miss Hooker was cool, man. She was. I like was cool, man. That's what she I'm wouldn't have. She went about no bullshit though. That's Tell right. you that, like I, Coach Rose. Did you ever have a class with Coach Rose? Yeah, that dude was talking. He was He's, about the he business. He put the bro. fucking fear of God in me. Every Hell day. yeah, My every whole, day. Every day of high school, I was had the fear of God in him. Yeah, Coach you Rose know what, was a scary son of a bitch. You know what bro. was one of my favorite moments in my entire high school life was whenever he cornered he he stopped me in the locker room after my dad died, and he stopped and shook my hand and he was like, "Hey." Whoa. I like he was like you're a good man for doing things the way that you're doing them now. Whoa. With everything that's going on. That's super deep. He shook my hand, bro. And it fucking changed it I felt bad for what I did after because I didn't take things like I was taking things really well for a good long while and that's what that was whenever he shook my hand and I felt good about it. And then yeah. after that I kinda like fell off the wagon. But like whenever he did that, man, I was like, Yeah. Change it changed a lot of shit for me, bro. That's so deep. It fucking it felt good. There's nothing like getting your fucking high school hard ass coach to be like, you're a good man and shake your hand. Right. While you're still in high school. For me, that would have been Coach Hunter. Coach Hunter, yeah. He never gave me that though. No, he was yeah. Coach Hunter's the guy that got half of our team to quit in seventh grade. Coach Hunter. We were 60 players strong, and we went down to, like, 35. That's his that. goal yeah. at, at that age. Yeah. But I was a junior, and I showed up for our football pictures, 
and I hadn't shaved, bro. I was looking ratchet, bro. It was summer. You didn't shave in high school? I mean, uh, <laughs> ooh. Ooh. but you know, I, mean, I had this scraggly ass shit going. Not that my shit's all good right now, but yeah. it's still kind of looking pretty clean. You got a nice haircut too. I'll tell you. Well, that. I appreciate that. Yeah, that that helps the beard. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so where my beard wouldn't grow in, how my beard doesn't grow in right now for you that you're gonna see. This I can video. see it. Yeah, just right yeah, there. There's yeah. certain spots right here, right here, and right here. So in high school, it was much worse. Yeah, and yeah, bald spots. And so I didn't give a fuck. Go figure. I didn't care. Yeah. And I, and I showed up for junior football pictures with a weird ass beard, and Coach Hunter was like, "You could shave your face before, but look, I was mad at the time at him because I was like, quit being a bitch." But then what stuck with me is a life lesson to always show up prepared for something that matters. Yeah, that's what I learned from that. Like yeah. it may have been something as simple as shave your beard. Yeah. Which nowadays, if I don't, it's gonna. And you're looking crazy. at it like it's like it's like senior whatever. What was it? Right. Senior pictures. Ju- junior football pictures. Junior football pictures. before the season yeah. they go in the paper. Yeah. Well, whatever. I don't care about this shit. Yeah. But now, when I show up for something, I keep my shit looking good. I keep my hair hurt. Yeah. Everything looks straight. And it's honestly because of that bullshit that he came at me with. Well, and that's another thing. That's I'll a life lesson. Like I whenever I got <laughs> into trouble, bro. Like. Whenever I was getting into trouble there for a second, whenever I showed up to court, I was clean shaven. I had a short head of hair and I was like good looking basically and fucking like came in there, little white boy, fucking clean shaven, nice hair and all this shit. And I came in and I got a lesser sentence than my friends that had gone in and not taken it seriously. You know, whenever I got in trouble for the shit that I did, I literally just went in and like made myself look good and I got a lesser sentence. I don't, and uh, also there's a there's actually a Netflix documentary about it. It's your perception of people and their uh, sentences and shit like that. Like there's, I don't know what it, I don't know what the name of it is. And I would love to be able to pull it up right now. But well, hey, yeah. what's funny about what you're talking about is when I was in prison, I used to get characterized as a good dude, even though yeah. I was doing bad shit. Yeah, just because of the way I present myself. Yeah, if you if someone was to come across me right now and they didn't know me. They would never guess I've been a prison. I would absolutely never guess. Just because yeah. of the way I carry myself, the way I talk, and the way I present myself, the yeah. way I look. Well, you also have a very good vocabulary and a very good right. – you're an articulate guy. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think actually part of that is like whenever I talked to you, whenever you first came out, you were talking about all these books that you read. And like you read The Art of War by Sun Tzu and shit. Like, That's fucking crazy. I, read I haven't read that. I'd love to read that. I read over like at least 500 books, bro. While I was locked up. Well, whenever I was in there for seven days, I read like five, like four or five. And now put I mean? put yeah. about five years on that. Yeah, I'm Imagine. reading all the fucking time, dude. Yeah, I read anything and everything. I didn't go far. Yeah, that's just what Dexter said too, dude. Just something to escape what you're inside. Yeah. Anytime I ever did a drug, like smoked anything, weed, K2, anything, it while I was in there, it was to escape the reality I was in. Yeah. To make myself go to a different reality, whether it be I'm just sitting there imagining it, or I'm so fucked up that it's actually happening and I'm in a different possibility. To Would you be that fucked up while you're on K two? Almost definitely, right. dude. K two is fucking wild shit, bro. That's some, yeah, that's that's that's, crazy that's the devil's work, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's witchcraft. <laughs> you don't you don't play with that. Yeah, bro. don't play with that unless you're in prison and you need to escape. I guess. Yeah, wild shit. Yeah. 
But yeah, I, I would I would smoke some weed, right? Just some regular weed while I was in there, and just you got regular weed while you're in there. Well, you can get some loud. I, I, yeah, you, you the shit we can get here any, anywhere, right? You can get that prison easily. You just got to know the right guard or what? Well, it ain't just inmates be selling it. Like I told you, Western well, Union. Where do they get? Well, they get it brought in. Get sent in, or uh, it's a whole thing. Man. I could get into all that, but it'd take a whole another hour and a half to explain. Oh, <laughs> uh, dissecting this. I'll ease right. I'll, I'll just let you know. That we have. I'll just let you know. Inmates be selling weed. Inmates be selling any drug Wait, you can think yeah. of. Meth, heroin, cocaine. Did Molly. you ever do anything other than smoke weed and K2 while you were in? Or of course, yeah. I did. Ever just yeah. go off the deep end on some meth or anything? No, like cocaine for sure. I've been yeah. there, yeah. yeah. Coke for yeah. sure. Coke is a, uh, it's a hell of a drug, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that's what Rick James says. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, that's I, why I don't, I literally, that was the one whenever I was going to have the baby, I was like, that's the one I have to get out. We'll see. Yeah. In there, bro. You got motherfuckers that have been locked up for like 25 years, right? Yeah. They got a pass. And when I say they got a pass, it means more than likely. They're going to be there for the More than likely, the more than likely the guards that are letting them through after visitation are getting a cut off of what they're selling to the inmates. Right. So like you get, say you come in with like, you come back from visitation with like a half ounce of some weed. That's 14 grams of weed. You got some Adderall. You got some Coke. You got some Molly. You got some Xanax. Some Molly in prison? I, I did Molly in prison. I did Xanax in prison. Was it awesome? Yes, it was incredible. I bet. It was amazing. Fuck, Molly's always good. So, the first time I ever did Molly was in prison. What? Ever in my life. What? Yeah. My first time was at Disco with Logan Cabern. <laughs> well, mine was in Barracks 7 at Parker. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about that? <laughs> that's a, that's and I was shit. tripping for a whole weekend. What? Yeah, so... Yeah. uh. Well, because your system's pretty clean, so it right. rocks you. That right? shit fucking, bro, a little, a joint in prison, bro, is like that. Yeah, but it'll fucking rock you. You take, like, two hits, and you're just, Whoa! this is the best we have ever spoke to by life. <laughs> I'm just so happy to have it. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you're wild. You're a wild boy, bro. So, yeah, uh. Speaking I'll, of wild boy, I forgot we're where probably I, about to finish off this proper blow. I don't know how the fuck we pulled this off. I forgot where I was going with what I was saying. All you're I know, saying doing you're smoking weed in prison, and it was like yeah, the best so, shit you ever had. So smoke weed, we do K two, coke here and there, Xanax, Molly, whatever. Was the coke good? Yeah, fuck yeah, hell yeah. Wasn't stepped on a little bit or nothing? Really? No, it was straight. Everything was straight. Huh. There wasn't any fent going through fucking. I'm sure there was. I bet there but is. But how now, could how dude, could I yeah. control that? I don't know anything. About I bet there shit. is now. Yeah. So it's fucked up because, dude, every bit of the drug trade has been stepped on by fent now. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's and fucked up. I'm worried about like if I want to go out and like go to a party and thing, fucking like want to do a little like maybe I want to do a little money or I want to do a little coke or something. Like I actually have to be worried that I'm gonna get fucking drugged and die. The thing about prison though is this. You gotta already understand you're in prison, so anything that comes through has already been stepped on twice. Right. So, like, say you want to get some coke, you're ex- expect at least a baby life. If, if you're not shit. being real about this, then you're tripping. If you've ever done coke and you're trying to say you ain't done meth too, then you're crazy. Yeah. Because everything you've ever done coke wise has been coke with meth. 
Yeah. I hate to tell you, Coke has this. Almost always, yeah. But that's cut with meth. Now, and... I was lucky <laughs> enough to get one time where I got, like, the good, right. like, shale shit. Like, the... the right, yeah. You know yeah. But look... I got so, one good time. So, like, nice. anything upper you get, cocaine-wise, mm-hmm. it's going to be cut with either meth or basalt. Well, because it's so cheap and easy to slice in there. Basalt's yeah. being the worst because motherfuckers freak out and try to go savage on the whole unit. What? The whole barracks and the barracks sends them you out. Seen that? Yeah, of course. Dude started tripping, started freaking out, thought everyone was talking about him, pulled his knife, and ended up getting stabbed like six times. Died. When no one was even even talking shit to him or even. He talk- died? No, nah, he was fine. He, he was, was on basketball. Six times? Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. He, he ended up walking out of the barracks on his own, went down to the infirmary, got patched up, and went to the hole. Came out 30 oh, days nice. later. <laughs> With the six new holes in his oh, body. Went yeah. and did some more bath salts and got locked up again, bro. <laughs> I, it's a vicious cycle. God damn. But like, say, when you, it's chasing the dragon. Even if I go and buy some weed, right? Some perp. Yeah. I go to buy a legit gram of some this weed. This is in prison. So yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I go to buy, try to buy a legit gram of weed. It's going to be cut with some K2. It's just, it's prison, bro. Well, but like <laughs> in real life, like if you're out and you're buying weed and somebody cuts it with K2, we got a problem. Most definitely. But yeah. this, you got to think where we're at. I can't, what am I going to do? Complain to him and not be able to buy anything? Complain to again? the only guy that has it? Exactly. Yeah. The only person that has it on the whole compound? What am I going to do? I go complain and then he's like, we'll just don't buy anymore then. Yeah, and he can say that too. Exactly. That's fucked up, dude. It, it's prison, bro. Yeah. But I was on that side where I Jeez, was... prison. I was... Well, okay. I'm not choosing to prison, but cheers, <laughs> cheers to your podcast, sir. Cheers to the podcast. Okay. Oh, cheers prison, to prison. prison, though. Cheers to prison. Yikes! These shots are getting worse, bro. I agree. Yeah, we're at the point where they're not fun anymore. <laughs> I agree with that statement too. <laughs> Holy shit! I didn't need to look at that. You know, we've almost polished off this from 12 bottle. Which, I mean, I I wanted to say whenever I started this podcast with you, because whenever we did our interview, we smashed that whole bottle of tequila. And it was easy. Yeah. Yeah. After the fact, I was fucked up. But during. Yeah, no, the video is definitely going the whole time. But, uh, yeah, so it's like whenever you're sitting chilling with, like, a good buddy, bro, and, like, fucking you're – I actually prepped for this a little bit. I was well hydrated yesterday, well hydrated the day before. I drank a couple well, of beers. You know I was, too. I mean, yeah. We fucking – like, I made sure that I drank extra water yesterday, extra water today. Well, no, because I worked all day. And I fucking came into this super dehydrated. I'm not gonna lie. But I drank a lot of water yesterday, so I came in prepared. I was hoping that I would get my ass kicked and make $400 like I did today. Yeah. And I came into the podcast really excited. You know, and that's exactly what happened. But that's also what I'm going to talk about is manifesting that shit, bro. I've had a couple of bad weeks at work, bro, where you, I just haven't made money. The last two weeks have been good, but the four or five weeks before that was like $500 a week maybe. Right. Which is unheard of as a bartender i made four hundred dollars today you know what i mean yeah so like to make three four hundred dollars in one week four days that's a different story yeah 
Your so job, I, I couldn't do your. Like I was telling you earlier, I couldn't yeah. do your job just because you don't know what you're gonna get. You don't know what's gonna happen day to day. Yeah, I know for a fact. On the worst weeks, like I was saying, I'm making four hundred dollars a week. And me, bro, I'm emotional and sensitive. Yeah, I can admit that. Yeah, I would be butt hurt if I didn't get that that cake. Well, like, then also think about the fact that I'm dealing with drunk people all day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I'm serving these people drinks. I like, can, I'm dealing with people, like, there was a guy who came up to the bar earlier whenever I was about to get off, and, like, he called me over, snapping his finger, and was like, hey, can I get a, a strawberry margarita? And I was like, you're dealing with the next bartender. That's not my fucking job. Get off. Yeah. Like, you got to be able to, it's the same thing, and, like, not, it's not at all the same thing as prison, but it's, like, you have to be, in your own life, you have to be able to stand your ground and talk to somebody as if you're a grown man, too. Right, like you, know you had I mean? your own needs. That dude was clearly older and maybe but you had, had your own needs. Yeah. And it was time for you to leave. It was time for me to leave. Right. Yeah. And so you're not going to snap your fucking fingers at You're not going to Bro, if you snap your fucking fingers <laughs> at a bartender in the first place, you deserve to get your ass beat. Bro. That's right. Yeah. I agree. Don't ever fucking snap your fingers or whistle at a bartender. Nah. Go fuck yourself. Bro. You're will. about to wait a long time for your yeah. drink if you're at my bar, bro. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And like, bro, I'm like, I hate, I like, I'm not trying to say like I'm the fucking bee's knees or anything like that, but I'm a very good bartender. Like, if you, if your beer is a quarter of the way down, you're getting another beer. You better tell me that you don't want another right. beer because yeah. you're about to get another beer. Because it's automatic. Because it's automatic. Well, you that's what, what I mean? most people yeah. like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so you tell me like this is my last one. We're good. And most people, but, know, and most people know to let the bartender know, hey, I'm done. Yeah. Like I, no more after this one. Yeah. Before it gets to a certain level where another one's going to come. Mm-hmm. Right. Most people know to do that. Exactly. Yeah. But like, anyone that's been to in a, there, anyone that frequents bars knows, hey, let the bartender know when you're done because if you don't, you're going to have an extra beer on Yeah, your because hands. the bartender has a certain set. Yeah. And also yeah. at the same time, we're taught to when you're a quarter of the way through. Well, most of us are, but I've dealt with So I train bartenders relatively often or i used to i don't do it anymore but i used to train bartenders pretty often right where it's like if their beer is like this far down you're missing a sale because if they drink the rest of that beer and they're out for 10 minutes and it's empty and they're like ah no i should probably go home you know what I mean? no you want to get that last beer in them they're not drunk like they're not fucked up like they've had three four beers you know what i mean like they're not fucked up you're not getting anybody fucked up to like try and push your right. money you know right. what i mean you're just getting that last sale off that guy right yeah yeah i feel that like right now if it was last call i'd be like let me get two shots exactly let me get two shots i'm gonna take and that two gorilla mccullers would tell us to go fuck ourselves and be like give me two shots she would say that too and then i would go on one yeah all right we gotta stop this recording all right, we're hopping back on. We just took a little break. Jack just got off the call with Casey. Yeah, Casey tripping. Casey tripping, he says. She's mad tripping. I don't know. I don't know any of the situation. You know, shit <laughs> might be weird. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm probably tripping, honestly. But yeah, it's all well, good. I mean, we're a little drunk. You know, so like that. it is what it is. She, yeah. We might both be tripping. How about that? That's a twist of the fucking... So we were talking on the break because we're about two hours in now. And I was like... I'm ready to quit. I'm ready to right. like stop recording as soon right. as you are, but at the same time, I could probably keep this going all night. Right. So, so what I said back, my rebuttal to that was, I have two things that I'd like to talk about. One being Joe Rogan, and one being Russia. 
two very controversial topics. I feel like they're kind of intertwined. They they are a little, Joe Rogan, a little yeah. bit, yeah. Which is yeah. crazy. Yeah, and I, <laughs> that is crazy. That and I feel like a man yeah. like Joe Rogan, who's a meathead comedian, not supposed to be taken seriously, is being taken so literally and seriously because he's smart. Because he talks to smart people. Because he might not be smart himself. He is smart, but though. he is. He definitely is. But he's smart because of the fact that he brings in smart people to talk. And to he's people. willing to accept their point of view. He's good at talking to them. He's, he's good at is. understanding. Yeah. He, understanding and he, he listening. Can, and yeah. he can admit when he's wrong. Yeah, and oh, that's an amazing quality. Yeah. If you that's can, one if, thing that I've yes. tried to carry through to my podcast is like I just want to listen to the people that right. I'm talking to. And Rather you, than think about the thing I'm trying to say. Joe Rogan's the kind of person <coughs> that can go into a conversation with an expert feeling a type of way about something. And if the person explains to him in an irrational way, he'll change his mind. He will admit that he's wrong and change his mind on that subject. Yeah. That's an incredible quality. Can, yeah. If you can bring enough evidence to the table that's not skewed in a certain direction or anything like that, I just, I'll talk to you about anything. I just want to say this. I feel like. All the shit that's happened to Joe, the racist shit, and the that I think was taken out of context. But I don't know. I did. I didn't listen to. I didn't. Even, I didn't even really pay attention. To it wasn't even just that. It was something else before that too. But that didn't work as well. The the misinformation about the vaccine. Fuck that, bro. He was the only guy that was telling us what we should be. So talking to to people, <laughs> not even telling us what we should be taking, but talking to qualified people that could actually help people. Right. And getting shit, those people getting right. shut down. Right. Because of the fact that they're talking about things that could actually right. help people. And so how I feel about it is, is you have a man that has a lot of power. A great reach, a huge following. Right. And he can't be controlled. Yeah. And so the people that like to control other people are scared. Yeah. So they're throwing everything and in the book so at So their way of getting it done is using cancel culture. But Joe Rogan's uncancelable. He yeah. can't cancel the man. No. And the I appreciate that, that about him. I, that's the thing I love about him, too. Yeah. Is because he's unapologetically himself. Yeah, and that's so authentic, bro. There's only one other person. Well, two. but it's himself that he's constantly learning. I love right. that about him. Yeah. But there's only two people that I know other than him that are unapologetically themselves: is Snoop Dogg and Matthew McConaughey. They Matthew are, McConaughey, bro. They are themselves, and they don't give a fuck what you think about There are two them. people that I need to talk to in this world <laughs> about my book and my podcast, and that's Joe Rogan and Matthew McConaughey. Right. Either of y'all. Happen to listen to this. I'm coming to see you, Joe. I haven't written. We're in that. Dallas. Hey, bro, look at this. Hold on. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Tuesdays and Wednesdays at the Vulcan Gas Company. He said that on a podcast, and I wrote it down because I have to go see that guy. I have to go see him and give him a book. Look at that, Joe Rogan. That's fucking dope. The Vulcan Gas Company. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I have to go see him. And I have to, I need to talk to this dude. I think he'd really listen to me and like actually understand what I'm, is that proper 12 bottle empty? Empty, sir. It's empty, sir. Let's talk about this proper 12. Okay, so, about this bottle, it's proper 12 here. And throughout this podcast, somehow we've just fucked around and drank it all. <laughs> but I'm feeling okay. I don't know how you feel. 
Mad fucked up. Mad fucked up? Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling good right now, but I know there's going to be a wall that comes at me here. Hey, but look, I'm still speaking rational facts, though. I may may be drunk, but I'm still giving coherent. I think you're sauced enough to talk about some crazy shit. Some wild shit. Some wild boy shit. So where were we going with this whole Joe Rogan? I was defending him, and at the same time, I was going to... You're talking about Matthew McConaughey, who's dope as fuck, too. They're unapologetically (laughs) themselves, but where I was going with this is Putin is unapologetically himself, and that nigga tripping. (laughs) He might be tripping. He tripping, bro. Well, I I want your thoughts. I want your feelings. I don't know. I'm scared. Anywhere near enough to even converse about this, but if I was... That is such a great answer, though. Yeah. Is you're not well versed in this to talk I about don't it. Don't know anything about it, but I'm I not will. as well. I'll talk about it. Yeah, I'm not as well. So let's just anyone listen to understand. We we're, don't actually we're know two fucking monkey idiots over here, right? Talking about brilliant idiots. politics. Right we're now. brilliant idiots. Understand yeah. that we can put a sentence together. That's all we can do. It may sound like bullshit at the end, but hey, yeah, it was brilliant in the moment. So, yeah, just listen to what he has to say. So the way that I feel about it is. If I was on the side of Russia, I could totally understand where you're coming from. There's a country right next to you that you had already laid claim to that was something that was taken from you, not exactly by your own will, but you seceded into the union of that. You know what I mean? Like you agreed to the terms and let them take that from you. And then now you want to be like, that was ours in the first place, and we're going to take it back now. But at the same time, the only reason that you're taking it back is because of the fact that it is the fucking, it's a country that you would like control of. You need the shit, like, anybody would be, like, great, like, any country would benefit from having the Ukraine under their belt. Like, if you could get a hold of the Ukraine, they have, the like, really good, like, commerce, they have really good agriculture, they have really good resources, all of that shit that you need. I'm talking, like, I read something the other day. I don't know. They they have like one of the main exports is like barley. Like they have the main exports of like a couple of other. I don't. I can't say rice because I know that's not right. But it's something like that. So they have a really good agricultural system. Yeah. They have plutonium. They have. I want to say it was like titanium or something. They have natural metals in their country that are being mined, and they're using them. But. There are countries that want to take control of that. And so Russia's right across the fucking border and they already think that they have a claim to it. So like, if you want to pursue that, it makes sense to me in my mind that you would say like, we already have that. But at the same time, you agreed to a term that said that that wasn't yours. And so now you're going against the, I'm not like, like I said, fucking idiot i have no idea what i'm talking about <laughs> i haven't even read right. any of this stuff right <laughs> but i've seen a couple of videos at the same time yeah <laughs> on TikTok. that's it like literally at the same time <laughs> I've been bro, about like we shouldn't even be talking about this but but like at this point i think the world is so big and so connected right that you shouldn't be able to say that nobody is ourselves like, if the fact that the United States can be cut up into 50 different, or however many, you know, states that it is now, 
Europe can be cut up into that same thing and everybody can kind of build off of each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. For like, sure. why are you not benefiting from like trade with the UK or with right. the Ukraine? Like, why are you not trading with them and like doing the things back and forth that makes your country better by being with them rather than trying to take them over and just make them yours? You know, well, look, I'll, I'm gonna say, I, I don't know the specifics about it. I don't know if that was ever like offered or like, you know, denied or anything like that. I don't know if they ever tried. I would say that would be my first course of action. It's like, let's be friends and let's just fucking rock this shit together. Well, look, what I'm going to say is, first off, Putin got that pussy belt. That's number one. And he gets that pussy or he is? He has that pussy. He's got a pussy. He ain't got no cock. And I'm going to say this because he's invading Ukraine who ain't got shit to defend themselves except the ghost of Khabib. The ghost of Khabib, which I've seen on TikTok. That yeah. nigga ain't playing. He's going yeah. 1v6 against fighter pilots that are Russian and yeah. serving shit. Serving shit. He's still alive and now. They can't, they, yeah, they can't, I hope he is. Yeah. They can't find him. They can't kill him. They can't kill him, so they call him a ghost. They come to snuff the rooster. Dude ain't playing with y'all. No. If you're Russian and you're flying a plot, you're fighting play a plane. Rooster uh, by Allison Chains. Just understand that dude's coming for you. Don't you, want that smoke, gonna, yeah, bro. you don't want the smoke, bro. You don't want the smoke, bro. Okay, but... But, so, you're coming at a country that, like, this is 2022 now. This is a country that, whether 10 years, 20 years behind, there's still a 21st century look, country. Look. And you might be one of the other highest powers in the world, but you're going against a country that is still fairly high-powered. Like, dude, the Ukraine ain't defenseless, bro. But they're not, they don't have what, listen. Just they look, have friends. Listen, though. listen. My whole point of saying Putin got that pussy is this. He's invading the Ukraine. Go invade a country like the UK, England. Go invade a country like Spain or Italy. United States. Go, no one will ever invade the United no States. Balls. That'll never happen. No balls. No one's going to come across the pond. I feel like we're talking shit now, but. Don't no do one's, it. No one's gonna come across the pond. Don't and do it because you're gonna come into Texas and get your ass. I'm gonna beat tell you what's gonna happen as soon as they step across the border in New York or Florida. Yeah, they're gonna get their which shit. Which would be their dumbass idea. They need to hop in at like Georgia. Or, they're gonna get fucked you know up. Saying, yeah. They're gonna get fucked up. Either way, either way, they're gonna get fucked up. They're not ready for that smoke. But all I'm gonna say is invade a country that we care about, that the United States actually cares about and doesn't just look at as a money resource like we do in Ukraine. Yeah. Go invade England, the UK, the United Kingdom, all that. Go invade that and see what we do in response. Because we fuck with them. No, but that's the thing. is like they're attacking the happens. Ukraine thinking nobody's going to care. But Because there's... to a sense we don't, other than it's affecting our money. That's the only reason why is we that... care right now. Yeah. It affects our money and how we're getting our oil resources. Because there's a lot of oil refineries that are in Ukraine that no one knows about that are lucrative. Yeah, very. The point of all this happening... They have untapped resources. The reason yeah. why all this happened is because we overreached. We took too much. We tried to put... Uh, and Russia saw it, and they said, no, nah, hold up. Y'all are taking too much. Well, we were trying to put a nuclear silo in the Ukraine. That's what, is that I what seen, it was? That's what Jazz said in Mars. Yeah, that's what, that's what Jazz said. Yeah, like, <coughs> not trying to throw Jazz out there. And, you know, I, just, I just know that... I know that we overreached, and they didn't like it, and so this is their response to us. So it's us that's causing this problem? We started it, yeah. <laughs> 
we moved in too far and they didn't like it and they took their shit back. This is a Cuban missile crisis. And again, so bro. now what the problem is, is we don't like what they did in response to what we did. And now we're acting like a little bitch about it. Well, but now we're at like a... But Russia, batter, bro. Russia took it too far by killing innocent people. Going so into now, Ukraine. So now we're sitting here people. like, hold up, bro. Y'all can't be doing that shit. We're going to fuck you up if you be doing that shit. Because we don't play that shit. We don't like... The, our country as a whole throughout history hasn't liked innocent people dying. Yeah. We don't stand for that shit. We always protect innocent people. Yeah. And so we're going over there right now to help the Ukrainian people. And it's really not our fight to be a part of, but we started it in the first place. It's a fucked up situation. Are we going over there to help these people? Not our whole force, no. But we've sent some troops. Yeah? Yeah. That's good. That's like that a little thousand. Makes me feel a little better, dude. A little because... thousand, two thousand. I mean, a thousand people in this day and age, yeah. the way that the, the way, way that war works yeah, now, yeah. like a thousand people. That's can a big make deal. A big difference. Yeah. yeah. Like in the Afghan conflict, there was a there was a number that was put out that like only I think it was like ten thousand something like that people died. Whereas like the Civil War, the fucking World War Two, all those fucking like millions of people died. Yeah. It's a different game now. We're playing smarter. We're playing harder in the right ways and like we could send ten thousand americans over there and change the whole game well it's like this i'm gonna tell you this the way because china has not even been a part of all this but i'm gonna tell you china's sitting in the back watching and waiting licking their chops because they know we're gonna we're gonna defeat each other and they're gonna be above both of us yeah. So look, China, they're playing a whole different kind of warfare. China's always been. They're so much yeah. smarter than us in the sense that they're the app, patient. The app TikTok, right? Yeah. They created that app. In America, the way the algorithm works is it rewards things like stupid TikTok dances, bitches twerking, yeah. dumbass shit that we always like and follow and end up enjoying. Yeah. In China, where they created the app, the algorithm algorithm rewards engineering videos, chemistry videos, things that show you how to progress in war. So they created this. They created it. It's a it's a brilliant way of doing Flight psychological warfare yeah. against our youth. Yeah, making us stupider and their youth smarter. Wow. All from one app. That we have that everyone has access. Well, to. you know, my mom had a theory about. Um, you remember Pokemon Go? I was in prison. I'm sorry. Well, these sir. people were running around. <laughs> these people were running around with their phones out and their cameras out, right? Recording shit while catching they were Pokemon? catching Pokemon, but they were at hospitals. They were at. Uh, they were at what like, hospital? All kind. Of, well, it was everywhere. It was okay. literally everywhere. So you're at every kind of like parking structure. You're at like big like like uh different like venue like fucking everything dude. Right. like so you'd have it at like you'd have it at like at&t stadium you'd have right. it at fucking somewhere in deep Boomer Dallas, Jags. yeah i got Jags, yeah. Fucking, like all of this big stuff right and then they'd have it where you'd be at like hospitals there'd, there'd be a little pokemon like a fire department and all that stuff but they're mapping the united states by having people take videos of the united states as they do it so they're mapping everything out so whenever they come in to attack they know everything about it who created the app china Ooh, yeah. that's not good yeah 
That's not good, so No, uh, I want to say China, but Japan probably because I think Pokemon is a Japanese Right, like Sony Japanese. PlayStation. I want to say that, but at the same time, I think it was China that did Pokemon Go. But I don't, I don't know. I'm a I've, fucking idiot. I'm, I'm just fucking listening hey, to this. Yeah, I'm a fucking well, idiot. Hey, we're brilliant idiots. We we're don't really know what we're talking about. I literally don't know what I'm talking about. But sometimes we spew out some. This was something my mom said. Was like they're literally having people run around to different like they they had some in hospitals. They had them in fire departments. They had them in fucking like all of this different stuff like big buildings in the United States and they're mapping it as they're. Having people run up to this place like, oh, I'm about to get this Pokemon. Let's fucking take a look at all this stuff. That's fun, the Pokemon. But, like, you're mapping everything that you're looking at. If you have 100 people go to a hospital, try to find a Pokemon, you get to look at the entire outside, inside of the place. And that's just a hospital. Like, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine they had any on, like, the White House or anything like that. I mean, but if, if possible, you can't like <laughs> if somebody was trying to play Pokemon Go on the White House lawn. You think they'd stop them? They'd stop them? Hell yeah, they wouldn't well, even get right, on the lawn. Right, yeah. yeah, right. That's the White House lawn. They wouldn't even get on the White House lawn. Yeah, that'd be over with. Well, let's talk about the fucking the Mina courthouse. If somebody's playing Pokemon Go, on the yeah, fucking... they're on the courthouse easily. Yeah, you can exactly. walk up on the courthouse anywhere. Yeah, and do whatever. We flew a drone around the fucking Mina courthouse. They're not gonna do shit about it. There was one lady that was upset, but <laughs> that's crazy. She, her name, her name was Karen. By the way. Yeah, I bet it was. Dude. It was Karen, and that's that what we called her. Uh, all right, so this is actually the last shot of the podcast because this is all of the liquor that we have. That's true. So. Uh, we drank all the bottle. It's been one hell of an adventure. It actually has. It's been a very good time. I'm actually more excited to listen to this podcast than I was to do it. To do it. Yeah. I'm, ready to see, I'm ready to listen to this I want thing. to hear what all I said. I, <laughs> I said some wild shit. Well, he's sure. also had a half a bottle of proper dwells in him. So it's just saying about that. So we're going to take this last shot. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's just go ahead and shout out our boy. Connor McGregor. The notorious You Connor fucking McGregor. do nothing. You he's do fucking your nothing. Shirt. He's wearing your shirt. He's drinking your fucking whiskey. You do fucking nothing. You do do fucking fucking nothing. nothing. You do fucking nothing. But we do something, bro. We do podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) We do fucking podcasts. We do fucking podcasts. Perfect 12. It goes down so so smooth. It goes down so shitty. Don't let him lie to you. Connor, make better fucking Irish whiskey, bro. Quit playing with me. Well, whenever we're like Holy 12 shit. to like 13, 14 shots deep. It did taste better on the first shot. It tasted so good on the first shot. Yeah, but after a whole deep, bottle? It's funny how yeah. it changes taste. It's funny because of the fact that like this is a whole lot. I'm trying to shake it so that you guys can hear it, but it's fucking empty. There's nothing in there. Yeah. It's a whole 750 mils of proper 12 that we didn't kill tonight. Just know you do fucking nothing. I'm gonna go ahead and grab the sharpie so that you can sign this out. All right. Yeah. You do fucking nothing. You do fucking nothing. <laughs> I fucking love God. Your wife was in me DMs. <laughs> Your wife is in me DMs. Was that whenever he was talking to? Uh... He broke. He got his leg broken by Poirier. Yeah. And he's sitting there on the cage with Joe Rogan. Poirier's leaving. He's like, "Your wife was in me DMs." Yeah, with a broken leg. With a broken fucking leg. Bro. All right, so Jack is signing the proper 12 bottle. 
Jack, you still have that 1800 bottle, right? Of course. Yeah. Do you understand how bad I feel about that fucking hoodie that I let go that night? Oh, you should. I feel so shitty. Cocksucker. That was so shitty of me, bro. <laughs> fucking I feel cocksucker. so bad, bro. See how I was talking about like a real professional? You did, actually, because I can't fucking read it. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jack Riley in the house. Real talk. I don't play. It's for the proper people. Just understand that. I actually have like a... So I've signed a few things because I've been selling my book. That's cool. And like I sign every book that I fucking sell. Yeah. And if you buy it from the website, I, I sign every single one that comes out. But uh, I have like... Look at my little signature. Isn't that sexy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Brandon Malcolm Austin Metter. Right there, dude. Yeah. What is it? You, you what? You ain't got fucking nothing. You, you ain't got You do fucking nothing. You, you do fucking nothing. You do. Fucking. But he spells fucking like F-O-O-K-I-N. I did F-U-K-K-I-N. Fucking nothing. But he's so Irish, bro. His accent kicks in. It sounds like fucking. You fucking nothing. You do fucking nothing. I slap you in your fucking face. <laughs> Send you my location. Send you my look. I'm right fucking here. I'm right fucking. Send you my here. location for what? I'm right, right fucking, fucking here. here. I'm right in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> he said that's a date deal. You bro. do fucking nothing. You do fucking nothing. You do fucking nothing. That's right, bitch. Yeah, Brandon Malcolm Huston Matter. Uh, I can't. I can't read what you read. Did, is that Jack Riley? That says Jack Riley number twenty one. Bro, he filled this whole side of the bottle. That's how you sign it, bro. Jack, that's actually, like, now that I'm looking at it, that looks like a cool, like, I'd get a tattoo of that. Look, that's how you read it. Whoa. I can actually read it a little bit. Yeah, Jack Riley. Jack. Oh, shit, okay. I see. That, huh? I see, that's dope. It's just a bunch of gibberish. Hey, that's going up here on the wall right here. For real? Yeah, for how sure, about bro. That? Yeah. It's going right there by Edward Scissorhands, probably. That's fucking dope. Isn't that cool? I like my little outfits. Well, we polished off a whole bottle of proper toil. Yeah, we've been talking Con- a Conor, whole bunch of shit. Conor McGregor, the goat, man. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, he, he may not notorious. He he, he, <laughs> he is the notorious one. He may never fight again, but that's okay because he solidified his spot in history. He definitely did. Yeah. And all I have to say is, you got a problem with it? You ain't gonna fucking do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't fucking doing nothing. Go pull up on him in Dublin, Ireland. Yeah, I bet you won't. So now that we're talking about the UFC, would you, would you hop into like a jujitsu class or like? What? I've done jujitsu. I've done kickboxing and jujitsu, and I got my ass kicked in prison or whatever. Yeah, out since I've gotten out. Yeah, I went. You know, Robert, well, you're gonna get your ass kicked. You know, Robert Hamilton. Yeah, the guy in Mina that does. The, yeah, he's got O M M A Washtenaw Mountain. Martial arts, mixed yeah. martial arts. I went down there, did like three kickboxing classes and two jujitsu classes. Got my ass knocked out and choked out by dudes what? half my size. They yeah, don't play, bro. They don't bro. play down there. The yeah. dudes know how to fight, bro. Yeah. If you think you're gonna pull up on some little ass dudes in a fucking mixed martial arts gym, and you think you're big because you weigh over two twenty and you know how to fight, just understand you're gonna get knocked out. You're finna get. You better come correct. That's all I have to say. 
Bro, I'm 175 and I think I'm scrappy. Because I, I walked in there, I got kicked in my mouth and fell and then got pieced up. And then I rolled around with a couple dudes that were half my size and they choked me out. It is, like that, it, is. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Don't fuck with a trained person, bro. Don't fuck with these dudes that know how to actually fight because yeah. these MMA fighters out here will knock you the fuck out immediately. Yeah. You'll get kicked in your mouth and you didn't even see the foot coming, bro. You'll get choked out and you'll wake up 30 seconds later wondering what the fuck happened to you. <laughs> it happened to me, so just understand that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're coming up on 25 minutes, so let's go ahead and do like a little – well, outro, bro. So I am okay, okay, so okay. glad that you're here, man. Yeah. No doubt. I'm glad so I made glad it here. I'm up. glad we did this, bro. This I'm so good. glad. So whenever you came up here, you were so excited about the podcast, bro. Man, that really fucking kills me, bro. Because, like, I've put in a lot of work. Like, not on exactly the podcast. I've only been doing that for about two months now. But the book and the website and everything. And you've always fucking been there, bro. Right. Yeah. I support my homeless. Yeah, he's That's been what I do. <laughs> it for the fucking website. He's bought every shirt I put out. He's bought fucking the hoodie. He bought everything, bro. And that's fucking, just that ain't that's something to shout out, though, bro. That's just support, bro. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you, there's a lot of people. Like, there's I appreciate so like, many yeah, people that I haven't know, done yeah, it. Bro. Like know, so many yeah. people that were like, "Oh, I heard about your book," and then no. but no, no support anywhere. Yeah. To be found. Like yeah, so, you, you're glad to hear it, but you're not gonna. Like, like, it's dope you wrote a book, bro, but, like, I ain't put no money towards it. It's like, shit. bro, I can't do this without. And right. it, it sucks because of the fact that, like, I hate the fact that I have to sell my book in the first place. I understand that, yeah. But I put almost a year's worth of work into you it. You put dude. your life work into I it, I put bro. my whole yeah. life's work worth into it. Dude. What do you value your life worth? That's what it comes down to. 30 bucks a fucking book, I guess. That's bro. fine. Yeah. That's fine. I'm willing to pay that. Cause I yeah. fucks with you. Yeah, you're my guy. And if you're not, I mean, then you missing out, yeah. bitch. Real talk. That's you how are. I it, it actually is. I I've read it. I've I've read my own book, and I love it, dude. My guy too humble to put it how it needs to be put. If you ain't fucking with him, if you ain't putting the money down to read the shit, to hear the shit, whatever it may be, then you fucking trick. Like you have your own chapter, but what is your favorite chapter of the book? My favorite chapter is how you started the book. Because oh. of how because you how you introduced everything into the book. Nice. Okay. It started everything off. You're right? talking about the introduction whenever I was right. Talking yeah. About, you yeah. got everything set up yeah. to tell the actual Like I'm not story. talking about like I'm anything special. It's right. like I'm telling my story because that's what I know. Right. You know. Because I, the reason why I say that is because not only with just me personally, like how my chapter interluded with the book to tell the rest of your story yeah not only does that happen but to lead to my chapter you had to go through everything you went through before that yeah so i appreciate everything before my chapter too yeah because if you didn't go through that stuff you wouldn't have met it me yeah you wouldn't have been you wouldn't have came to me yeah if you didn't, if your sister wasn't good at soccer yeah if jerry didn't force you to fucking go at soccer 24 7 yeah you would never <laughs> met me yeah, and then this would never happen. This whole yeah. podcast. Yeah, this podcast my whole chapter. Yeah, my whole chapter in your book yeah. wouldn't happen. Yeah, that's why I appreciate the first chapter where you're you're getting everything set up to go forward. I really like the way, and like this is me obviously being biased about the way that I wrote the book. It's like I took both sides of the story. It was like I talked to you before I wrote your chapter. Yeah. I got your story. Yeah. 
Like, I made sure that you had a say in the way that things were told. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, before I ever wrote the book, like, that's what's written up there on the fucking wall right there. It's like, get these people and tell their stories, but it'll, it'll happen organically because right. by talking about people, you get their side and right. you bring other people into the situation. Yeah. Like, if I just sat down and told my story, I'd forget half of it. Over half. Okay. Right, hey, that's why they y'all may have heard some shit I talked about in this podcast that I've never talked about before. Yeah. And also I may have brought some shit up that I hadn't thought about before. Yeah. It's not my fault. I can't remember everything. Yeah. And that's why we drink and we <laughs> fucking sit here and talk I about I mean shit, some shit yeah. comes up, some shit don't. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. I've been through a lot of shit. Get off my back. Yeah. All right, <laughs> we have thirty seconds to give these people an outro. We fucking love you guys. Jack, yeah. I'm so fucking glad no doubt, bro. Here, bro. Hey, thank you for letting me come on this shit, time, bro. Let me, thank you for letting me come on this shit. I hope y'all enjoy this shit. He said 30 seconds. I'm going to give you 10 seconds of uh, go fuck yourself. I love Joe Rogan. I love Joey Diaz. I love Theo Vaughn. And Heath Spencer sucked my dick. How about that? That's how I end that <laughs> Heath shit. Spencer, wherever you are, bro, call me, motherfucker. Call him. You can suck call my me. dick, though. That's call how, me. Bro. And that's how you know me and Austin, best friends. We brought